get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, dude? What up, dude? Welcome back to the... 47th installment of the What Up Though podcast. You're talking a lot quieter than you did when we were testing. <laughs> I didn't want to be like really loud on that bitch and screaming, seeing the decibels jump out the fucking thing. And then it's like you in the back of the garage <laughs> and shit. <laughs> but welcome back. Uh, we had a cool week last week with our guest uh, Rufio. Uh, I had to thank him again for coming. That was, funniest. that was funny as hell. That was a funny funny episode i think misconnections was really uh the highlight of 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 the podcast to me i had i i remember reading those when i years ago when i first found that shit and they this shit is still as as funny as it is now it was funny uh um your homeboy mr monotone mm-hmm. he was saying in the comments on the soundcloud page how that was pretty much what the classifieds were like years ago. Oh, like in the newspaper, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. He's like it's almost like he he's almost like the historian of like the <laughs> shit that we talk about. He he bring up how, how young we are and right. uh and so forth. But yeah. I just wonder I don't I meant to ask him though, like was it really that creepy though when it I was feel in? like it couldn't have been. Like publicly, I, like just all in the newspaper, like nah. and you gotta pay and the you gotta pay to post in the uh, in the free press. You gotta pay shit to post on, on, on Craigslist. Nah, that's the thing. Everything is just free. Like you really and everybody read the newspaper. Everybody don't use Craigslist. Right, like, right. Way, like if you did like a misconnection thing in the free press, you have a way stronger chance of uh, you know that person seeing it than if you did it on, on Craigslist. A way way better chance. You know what I think we should do? I think we should consider having like a weekly misconnections reading, like. Where, like, just, like, at the end of a show, just like, all right, well, let's read a couple misconnections right quick. That's fine. I think we can read a few this evening, too, before we, uh, yeah. before we end. So, I'm down with that. Should have read up on some. I think we, I think the spontaneity of, uh, just picking some random ones would be cool. So, that's, that's what's up. Yeah. So, what's, uh, how's your, how's your week been since, uh, since last time? You're still alive, so that's a start. Right, right. Uh, my spine is intact. <laughs> right, your back um, is on. Unshot, un, un, unshot. Uh, <laughs> haven't been by the police. Uh, actually, man, I went on a fucking dummy mission of a fucking interview the other day. Um, a job interview? Yeah. So I get a call last Friday from um, Michigan Works, which I, they, they changed their name now. They're Detroit something, whatever. They can. Detroit something opportunity, whatever the fuck. And. Guy, a couple of times they called me and I missed the call, but they never left a message, so I didn't know who I talked, who was calling. So finally they called me and was like, you know, we got an opportunity. You know, it's uh it's it's between two two positions, and was saying a random pay and stuff like that. So I'm like, cool. So like, yeah, actually, um, the interview for it is a uh, Monday at two o'clock. I'm like, cool. So I uh, my Monday come, you know, I'm getting my shit together. I go to. Uh, print my resume and then I realized that fucking ink cartridge is out. Man, ink cartridge is the the whole ink cartridge business now is so fucked up. <laughs> like before 
I remember the time. Cartridge fat cat. No, it is. I think it's a it's a fucking um, it's some bullshit, dude. I remember years ago. You have a low ink cartridge if you have multiple like cartridges in there, mm-hmm. and you can still use the rest of the cartridge. It's like your color is out, you can just say fuck it. I'm gonna go black and white or grayscale or something like that, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't necessarily have to replace it now. And maybe it's just HP. I don't know. But now one color is out. Like the the yellow was out, and I couldn't use shit. Like, I can't do anything. I had to oh, get yeah, another cartridge. That's a hustle. That's a right hell there. of a fucking that's hustle, dog. So, luckily... The last time I personally owned a printer, because I, I print all my shit at work now. So, if I have something I want to print out, I just email it to my work email and print it out there. Yeah. So, like, the last time I actually had a printer that had... You just had the black and white cartridge, and you had color cartridge. Mm-hmm. So, if you... If the colors cartridge ran out, you try to print something in color, the colors might be faded or completely yeah. gone or whatever. You could still print. You could definitely still print black and white. That's crazy. Man, so I'm like, fuck. Now I got to get, now I got to, because I, I didn't print my, I, I didn't have my uh, current resume printed. So I'm like, fuck, okay, cool. Well, I know FedEx was on the way, so I could just go there, get some prints, and, you know, so that'd be cool. So luckily, I kind of, you know, get, get my shit together early. So I go to FedEx, get some prints, head down, head to where it was. It was deep on the east side, like Connor and shit. So somehow I was way early because point one to two o'clock. I got to the east side at like Uh-oh. five to one. So I'm like, cool. I get some eat because I hadn't ate that morning because I was starting to get all my shit together. So I stopped at Popeyes. Man, it's the most hoodest fucking Popeyes I ever been to, and I've that's been saying something, dude. <laughs> it's not like there's a classy Popeyes. No, what I mean, and they all are in the hood. But this one, man, that motherfucker was the worst, dude. Um, I go in and it's two. It's like it was two bus drivers. That I don't remember because they uniform. They standing waiting on the order. So I step up to the window. Like I'm not like usually if I'm not ready to order, I'll stand back and just look at the menu so they know I'm not ready. All right, that's what any. So Normal fucking person, does, yeah. So I step up to the window. I'm like at the window, like this and shit. You know what I'm saying? Girl, she fixing the food. Is one guy fixing uh in the drive through taking orders? She in the back fixing food behind the thing. She's like, "You want to order?" I'm like, "I'm like, bitch, why the fuck am I here?" Nah, bitch, I just want to smell like, the windbox why, on the glass. Why am I this close? Well, I know I want to. <laughs> I want to smell the fingerprints because that right. bitch it wasn't clean. The suggestion was Windex. So yes, I like. The I just order. like to read menus in my no, spare time. I, I want to say something. I'm like, you know, I can't talk shit to people that's about to make yeah, my food. Yeah, you can't. So. That's the worst part because they right. be the ones. They be the ones that need to be told off the most. Man, exactly. <laughs> you gotta sit there and just it's fuck bite the tongue. So I'm like, okay. So I order my food, um, and you know, I'm waiting. Oh, excuse me. So I'm waiting, waiting for my food. A guy come in. He asks. He wanted some water and a fork. I'm assuming he had his own lunch somewhere. He just wanted some water and a fork. So she like, cool. That one chick. So then another chick comes. Another worker comes out in the back. And I don't know. I don't know what happened in that two minutes. I was playing on my phone, waiting on my food. Next thing you know, I hear him. Well, goddamn! I just want a fucking water and some fork. Water and a fork. Why can't I get a fork? I got to order something. He's going to fuck off. And I'm just sitting like, man, just give me my fucking food. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with none of this shit. So, finally, she comes to the window. She finally gives the to two dudes before me, give them their food. And then she finally gives mine. So, there's a guy that... Actually, she came to the window. to the nigga with the fork in the water? He never got that shit. He's still standing <laughs> over there waiting and shit. So, he's still there right now. Yeah. He's right, exactly. He's still standing there. So, I'm, I'm waiting after the dude get... Um, because, actually, when she came to... 
She asked me I want, what I want to order. When she started walking over, the dude from the drive-thru took my order. So he asked me what I wanted. I'm like, I want a fan of strawberry for the drink. So waiting there, and then I don't know where he went. So she gave me my food, and she'll have a nice day. And I'm looking like, I ain't got my drink. So she walks away and talking. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, can I, you know, my beverage. She just gives me a Coke. And I'm like, fuck it. I just drink a Coke. It's, it's just too much, <laughs> dog, to fuck. Yeah, it's just too, it's not worth it. So... I had my food and shit, and you know, seeing I was like, I got. She gave me like one ranch, and so I wanted another one. So I, I already know how those hood places are. They charge for every fucking thing. So I go back up, and I'm like, Hey, can I purchase a ranch? Well, I could give you a ranch. You can't purchase no ranch. And she, it was like an attitude. Like I was like, she was pissed that I was actually to pay for it. Right. I just like, yeah, I'll take the free one, whatever. Ha <laughs> ha, whatever. So after that, I ate. I I bullshit in there to buy about one forty. I get up because the building was the place I was going was like maybe two minutes away. I get back over there, so I get to the front. I tell her I'm looking for the gentleman who I was told to. Uh, Cause I never talked to the actual person. I just talked to the recruiter at that location, whatever location that they called right. that I got called from. So I asked for the gentleman. Uh, we say you can just go in that room. I'm sitting there waiting. This at this point it's like one one fifty five. It turns to two o'clock. Two ten. 215, 220. Now, at this point, people are like, are you here for um, the, the dude's name? You know, I think his name is Mr. Newman. You here for Mr. Newman? Yeah, yeah, we all here for Newman. So then some of the workers come in. You're like, who are you waiting on? Everybody's waiting on the same fucking dude. Man, about 145, almost 150. A guy come in. You mean 245? Two, I'm sorry. Yeah. Two, 245, almost 250. And the gentleman who's at the front desk comes in. Like, all right. Basically, he says that this Mr. Newman guy didn't even know that he was having these people here today. He never came down, though. He was in the building, but never came down. Like, your whole ass can't even come down to address it to say somebody fucked up. Now, I know I didn't talk to him. I talked to another person, but still. And then so then they say that the jobs that they uh, had us inquiring about was already taken on Friday. Oh, hell no. So, I'm like, I done did always all my time, all my resources, all my shit to come all the way over here for some jobs that's already taken. And then this person only come down to fucking 250 after I've been, been there since 2 o'clock. Been on the east side since 1 o'clock. Man, I was so pissed, dude. What what day of the week was this? This Monday. Monday? Yeah. So, they knew on Friday the position was filled. The same day I got the call. Nobody. The same day Man. I got the call. Man. <sighs> so... That's how my week started. I was just so pissed, man. It's just like, you know, it it, it almost feel like they feel that they could just waste your time because you have all the time in the world since you're looking for work. Like, no, motherfucker. I'd rather sit home and do nothing right. than do this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actively looking for jobs. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do. I did everything I needed to do, you know. But this shit was so crazy, man. I'm sitting in the room. It's like maybe initially it's about 15 people in there. And it's a smaller room, and it's like, it smells like shit, dude. Like, it smells terrible. Like, somebody in there smelled. I couldn't pinpoint who, but someone smelled. And then and then it's like, no one embraces the silence. Like, everybody wants to talk. Oh, shit. Talking up. You man, the small talk. So, uh, man, nice weather we got today. Talk, huh? Talking about how the man hoses down and... All this other shit, man. It was just, you know. Are you waiting for a job interview? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it, it was just, man. It was just extra, man. I was just, I was just playing my phone the whole time. But I was, man. I was just so frustrated, man. Like, 
you know, you got people, you know, who are, you know, using their time to come, you know, for an interview and you do this shit. I've been wanting to find, I, I wish I would have took the name of the guy who took, who called me about the shit. Because I'm like, no, you wasted my fucking time. And y'all have no courtesy, no nothing. The guy who initially was supposed to, you know, the Mr. Newman guy, he never even came down to even express, you know, any apologies. or. And then the guy who came in there, he wasn't even really apologetic. He almost was like, you know, like we just made up some shit. I'm like, dude, there's 10 people here. How do we all, we don't know each other. How do we <laughs> all just fucking, you know, bring up this 2 o'clock time that we all meet in this one person and shit. So... I'm like, man, I, I, I just want to just hit the lottery and just say, fuck this shit, dude. I'm just That's... over, over, you know, this process, dude. I I don't even tell people no more about interviews and shit, man. Just because I'm all, it's, it's been, always been some bullshit this last year. Just It's just straight bullshit from the job that I started. They said it's gonna be, that, that position was going to be going on for, you know, Years and then they just say they over over uh, hired folks and it's just I'm just over it, dog. So over it. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I don't know, man. Like I feel like you kind of like in a bad way because you're dealing with like I would assume like a Detroit-based staffing service. Niggas. Yeah, <laughs> Niggas. I wasn't even trying to be like Niggas. politically correct because you know I got no problem saying Niggas. that. I, and you know but, what? And I was like, I, I should have expected the fact that I was going on the east side. Like when I had yeah, to turn exactly. on that, Cor- well, Connor, I was, I was like, yeah, this is. I hope this ain't no bullshit. That's what I was getting at. Like, and we we had in the episode about um, where we talked about black businesses. It's the same kind of thing. It's like you. It's sad that you already know you in a bad way. When you head into the east side, you're like, well, I can already feel like this ain't going to work out for me. This is going to be some bullshit. And then you get that. And that's a bad business practice. Like, if I was the Mr. Newman guy, and I found out that there were 10 people downstairs in the lobby that thought they were going to see me today, just just to not feel like a complete dick or to not be a complete asshole, I would go down there and say, hey, sorry, there was a misunderstanding. You know, I don't know, you know who contacted you, but... The position's been filled. We, uh, I'm, uh, the position's been filled. We didn't, you know, I wasn't told that you guys were supposed to be here. I'd apologize. You know, whatever the case may be. I'm not yeah. just going to sit up in my office and be like, get the niggas up out of here. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's just really tacky. And then you just send your, you know, your, your fucking front desk flunky in to, you know, well, hey, well, you know, you can take your, uh, take your resume. I left my resume anyway, but I was just like, man. So yeah, what about your week? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be tough to top, man. My week's been a little frustrating too, though. I've been, uh, I've been really upset because for three straight days now, I've been eating healthy and exercising, and I don't look like the Rock yet. And like this is like bugging me out, man. Like, <laughs> like what is this shit? <sighs> like I, I could be eating fucking, you know, pancakes and. All the other shit you do normally Yeah, eat fucking uh, Sabaros. Like, and... I gave up that shit. Well, she might just grab some cardboard then. Well, Fuck I, that shit. I didn't mean Sabaros. I meant... Um, uh, Sabaros like... Uh, yeah, like um, <laughs> Stromboli and oh, shit like okay. that. Calzones and shit like that. I could, you know, I could be eating shit that I want to eat. I'm over here eating healthy and shit and... Man. Fucking three days and I don't fucking look like Channing Tatum. That's <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah, I, I I've been uh, I wake up in the morning like fuck. Though sometimes I do shit I do shit around the house and I that shouldn't take wind 
And it does. I'm like, yeah, I need to get my ass uh, back to doing something more active. So I'm glad the weather's good now so I can at least start bike riding and shit. Because, uh, yeah. It's tough, man. I, I, I weigh the most I probably ever weighed in my life. I've been scared to even get on the scale. But I, I just know that I weigh too much. And I could tell, like you said, getting winded doing shit you shouldn't normally be getting winded with. Like, uh, I would say maybe about two years ago when I first started with my current company, um, I was working out. I would get up and get up in the morning and work out before I went to work. I would get up at four, excuse me, four or five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Work out, take Michael to school, go to work. And at that time, I was probably in. I would, yeah, I would say close to my peak physical condition. Mm-hmm. And there were times where I would. I worked on the fourteenth floor when I first started. It was hard as fuck, but there were times where I would take the steps up really? to the fourteenth floor. Yeah, it, and it, it it was hard. Like it, it would it would take me out. Like I'd be I'd be struggling by the time I got up there. But Shit. I did it. Now uh, there's a pop machine on the right now. I work in a different building on the twelfth floor. The pop machine on my floor doesn't have the pop that I want. So and then there's like. There's always some shit on the one on the next floors up. So like the 13th floor uh, doesn't have it either. The 14th floor, the machine don't work. The 15th floor, there's always something. So the only t- the only floor where I can get it guaranteed is the 17th floor. But the way the elevators are organized, there's elevators to go from the ground floor to the 14th floor, and then there's elevators that go you know 15 and up. So I can't get on the elevator at twelve and go up to seventeen. Like I can, only, it only goes up to fourteen. So I'm like, I'd have to, you know, if I wanted to take the elevator to seventeen from twelve, I'd have to go back down to one, get out, and really? go to the other ones. Yeah, go to the other ones to go up to. Why do they got it like that? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Probably because there's just so many people in there that you can't have one set of elevators for people going to that many floors. Maybe that's why. I but that. point being. If I decide that I want to get a pop, I just say, fuck it, let me take the stairs. Oh, okay. Five flights. Man. You can work off a of sip of Man. Yeah. <laughs> right? That five, five flights are, <laughs> five flights are a problem. Can't and I just think, imagine. like, man, I used to do 14, like. Like, easily then, or easier. Yeah, easy, yeah. I'm like, man, now these five be having me, like, man. That's how, that's really how I knew. I was like, man, I need to, I need to do something, man. I can't even handle fucking five flights. So... <laughs> So yeah, and then that like you know I got a wedding in now five months. I'm like man, I can't be in my worst condition for the fucking wedding, man. I gotta at least try to get back to something decent by the end. So yeah, I said decided it's time for me to put some work in. And already disappointed. Well, well, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. But yeah, so yeah, that's how my week started off. I think there was something else, but I've just been so disappointed about not looking like Channing Tatum yet that I can't even think of what the other thing was. Like there was something else, but <laughs> it's irrelevant compared to the fact that I'm not in peak physical condition. Yet. I was thinking, I don't know, I had something else that went on between. Well, it's only Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. I guess it wasn't that important then, so. It's whatever. only Wednesday, and there's right. so much fuck shit that I can't right. remember. Like, that really, man, that Monday, just, it put me in such a fucked up mood, though. I was just, yeah. Like I say, I rarely even tell people I'm doing interviews anymore, just because it's been so disappointing that I come back more pissed off than I was before, and then 
now I'm disappointed. Now I got to explain to everybody what the fuck happened. But it was like that. I didn't even get a chance to get rejected. I just didn't get the opportunity and shit. So right. that just that that really just pissed me off. So yeah, I want to say like you need to like apply for like jobs in the suburbs or some shit. Like if there's a way you can. I mean, obviously you can choose what jobs you apply for, but like I feel like a Detroit-based staffing agency is ultimately not going to work because it's just going to be too much nigga shit that you have to deal with. Man, I'm just convinced that it's just it's just it's. It's worldwide fuck shit and fuck niggas everywhere. Because the staffing place for the last place that I was at was a this white company that was in Ohio. Well, it was Ohio, so maybe that's the reason. But <laughs> it was just, you know, it was, I, I had, I, I dealt with all white folks and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I thought that could be cool. Shit, they still owe me money. So, it's oh, like. damn. Yeah, dude. I'm like, y'all give me my fucking ten hours. Burn that bitch down, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right? And the stupid it's the principle, right? And the whole part about the staffing place is so weird to me is that they get money for every hour I work. So if you didn't pay me for it, you didn't get it. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, why would you want to take away money from yourself to to pay me to not pay me or whatever? So I was like, whatever. Niggas will nig is yeah. what they will do. Yep. In all shapes and forms and colors and shades, they will nig like a, a, a true nigga. At all opportunities. So, I'm like, whatever. Fuck that shit. <laughs> thinking, about, <laughs> thinking about elevators, man. Because I was just talking about the elevators in my, in, in my building. Do you, do you kind of like live by a certain elevator etiquette? Because there's not like a thing where it's like... You can look it up, and it's like this is what you're supposed to do in the elevator. But like, isn't there just, a certain shit that's just like you I just feel like it's just wrong to do in an elevator? Um, I don't know. Okay, so I get in the elevator if I'm by myself or if I'm the first person in there. I some I, I usually generate I uh I generally go to one far side or the other, mm-hmm. so I'm not in the way of nobody. You know what I'm saying? So. And if I decide, if I end up being on the side of the buttons, I'll push mine and I'll ask with floor. Okay, right. And then, you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, or if I get in, um, unless the person asks me, I'll just go reach for the button myself. But I don't have any real expectations. Like, I don't expect them to hit the button or ask me. I'll just wait for a second. And if I don't see them ask by the time it shit's moving, I'll hit a button and then go. But I usually, if I go in there and I'm buying, I'll ask. Yeah, I do the same thing. The reason I ask is that, like, I've noticed a lot of shit that people do that I feel like they should know that they shouldn't be doing or that they know is, like, rude. Like what? Like, okay, so, like, if the elevator's already packed, like, okay, I'll give you a specific example. And this this really irritates me about the building that I'm in. All the other buildings with, you know, the smoking laws and shit, obviously you can't smoke inside. You have to go outside to smoke. Right. All the other buildings in our group of buildings have like a designated smoking area outside of the building. So everybody has to, you know, if you want to smoke, you got to go all the way down to the first floor and leave. The building that I'm in, the designated smoking area is like connected, it's like in the parking garage kind of, which is connected to the building. And the entrance to the smoking area is off the second floor. Okay. So everybody who smokes gets on and off at the second floor. So now imagine it's nine o'clock in the morning. There's the rush of people coming to work. Everybody's getting on on the first floor. Then you got the smoking jack offs who are trying to get on at the second floor, knowing that 
the elevator going to be packed because all the people coming into work on the first floor. So if you one of those people, right, and you just like you just got to get in the elevator, at least if you're going to squeeze your way in when there's no room, at least be like polite about it. Like I would notice the people who will get in on their phone or listen to like music and shit. They'll get in on their phone and just be talking. Won't even be paying attention to like what button they need to push. And they'll just be like, you know, talking or whatever. The elevators start moving. They just go, oh, can you hit so-and-so for me? Whatever oh, whatever floor they want to get on. Shit. Man, like, that irritates the fuck out of me. Like, first you jammed your ass onto a crowded-ass elevator. Like, <laughs> and you sh- you could at least feel awkward about it. Like, hey, sorry, I know it's crowded, but uh, I'm going to try. They just, like, walk in like, yeah, fuck it. You're going to make space for me. And then just stand there. Is that you? No, that's the neighbor next door. Oh, okay. Um, and they just walk in and just take, you know, squeeze their way in, don't hit no button, ask you to hit the button for them, and then we'll like, the other thing I don't like is when they talk on the phone in an elevator with, when it's crowded. Like, for some reason, that's just rude to me, like, I don't understand why you can't get off the phone to get on the elevator. Like, hey, I'm about to get on the elevator, I'll call you back in 45 seconds, like... Right, especially if it involves other people, like, you're pushing through people, you gotta have somebody fucking hit a fucking uh, button, whatever the case. Nah, that's just fucked. That's just like you see people on their phone, phones and they, they get to the counter where they buying something and shit. Like, yeah. I try to get off my phone as soon as possible, because, like, I just feel the rules of them, I feel they're gonna, they're gonna talk to me, they're gonna ask me something, I'm just sitting there like, nah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, a... You should have some kind of etiquette with uh, dealing with... You're dealing with people, like, and even for a short amount of time, why well, be an asshole? But I don't know. I think I think being an asshole is probably becoming more popular. Than, it's hot uh, in the streets, definitely. Duh. There was one dude. This is one dude on my floor, my my apartment, and like the first time I met him, it was shortly after he moved in, and I was I think going to work or coming from work, and he's a smoker, so he goes outside a lot. He's like. Shit, man, he's outside 45 times a day smoking. So uh, I was going, I was going out or whatever. Actually, I was, I was carrying something. I was, so I was moving something out. I don't know. And we got to talking because he noticed my work badge and he said he used to work with the same company. So we're talking, having a good conversation and shit. I'm thinking, oh, okay, this dude, cool, whatever. Like, and then since that time, he ain't like spoken to me at all. He's been like real. Strange. Like he purposely doesn't speak to you. Yeah, though? yes, he purposely does not speak. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like I thought we was cool, man. We had a nice little conversation. That right, you initiated because right. I sure as fuck don't initiate conversation, <laughs> or especially small talk or talking to strangers. None of that, none of that shit appeals to me. So he started the conversation. We had a nice little conversation. We like we're connect connected in the sense of like uh, we both had the same experience mm-hmm. with the company. I'm thinking like, oh, we made a nice little connection, and he lives on my floor. So I'm thinking like, yeah, this could be a dude. You, you know, see we can get way, along. Right, you see, you, you see him way more than just a normal fucker. Right. This motherfucker do not talk to me at all anymore. And I would like, at first I would say hi to him. Hey, what's up, man? I, I, he, acted like, he would act like he didn't even know me. Like, it, he would respond in a way of like, like if a stranger says hi to you, and you're just like, hey, you know, whatever. So I'm thinking like, all right, man, fuck him, whatever. He don't want to be cool. That's smooth. Whatever. I don't care. The other day... I'm leaving out of my apartment. We live on the ninth floor. I'm living. I'm leaving out of my apartment, and I see him getting on the elevator. I'm going to like lock my door, obviously, to get on the elevator too. Not only did he, he ain't held the door, or nothing. He see I'm. He let it go. Door. He let it go. <laughs> and I'm like, and he see I, he see I'm like locking the door. So you know I'm only gonna be two more seconds. He let the shit go. 
I'm thinking like this piece of shit. So I go up and hit the button to you know to go down or whatever. The doors open right back up. Um, <laughs> he's sitting in there. Most awkward fucking elevator ride, dog. Cause I wouldn't have said shit. I just would have looked at his punk ass. That's exactly what I did. I walked in there looking like fucking I don't know, man, like Snoop Dogg and Baby Boy, nigga. I just walked in there looking like this motherfucker. That's some rude ass shit. Like, damn, what did you do to that nigga, dog? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I was born black. That might be what I did. Oh, he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, well. he's a white okay. guy. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah. That 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 that, that kind of explains it. Dog, I, I mean, think, I think everybody races now. <laughs> Like, unless I... If you white and I do not personally know you to confirm your lack of racism, I'm just going to assume you racist and just move on. I be thinking everything is some racist shit. Like, if I'm walking out of... Like, if I'm walking out of somewhere and a white person don't hold the door for me, I'm like, yeah, the fucking nigger-hating piece of shit. Like, I think everything is racist now, man. And I'm, like, totally unapologetic about it. Like, I give no fucks. Like, because, I mean, shit. At this point... How could I feel like I might be wrong? Like, hey, that's not fair to assume that all these white people are racist. Eh, kind of is right now. Like, yeah, I mean, the world we live in. At I, the moment. You know, I try to be open minded. You know, no, I, I, I forget I, that shit. Though. Yeah, I, I've met a bunch of you know, bunch of cool ass white people. You know, and, but it's it's just like it's so many there, are so many, so many white folks that are just so fucked up. Like, I don't get the whole the whole thing of white people that defend police, like religiously like like I can understand maybe if you don't if you I don't know I, that's never mind I have to say I don't think that it makes sense either I just don't get it I don't get why they defend the police even white folks that don't that don't have any police affiliation just the whole do good and you won't get fucked up you know what I'm we'll, saying? We'll, 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 we'll save that for later. Yeah, yeah I, you know, whole, so, as soon as I said it I was like wait I yeah, think I'm hold, something else. hold it back we got a whole we gonna have a whole portion of the podcast dedicated to that shit, and I want to save it for last because I, we we will we should be having actually a guest who's gonna show up for that portion of the show anyway. But even if he wasn't, I would still want to save that portion for later, just because like I like to end on a high note, and the high notes are always when we're angry. So yeah. like <laughs> we'll end on a yeah, high note. I need to build my anger up. So yeah, that, that's cool. We can build our anger up by thinking about. That's, white people. That's, that's uh, cool. That's cool. We can we, we can we can still talk about that, but we'll save the like the Baltimore specific portion. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah, I just don't get it, man. Like you know, I have a had a had a coworker who you know the you know he he religiously uh you know defended defended cops on all you know cops and just white people. I shouldn't even say cops because this goes back to when um when Zimmerman Hoes was you know uh. Uh, when he killed Trayvon, he murdered Trayvon Martin, and it was just you know I didn't I I couldn't get anybody that supported the fact that Zimmerman was defending himself. Like it just didn't make sense. Like you you, you wanted his company. Like he wasn't even you, you wasn't even a, you. I feel my anger levels rising. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's, it, we had the phone call where they're like, "Don't engage him." I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna do it, it anyway. I'm gonna do it anyway. And, like, are you, know, you following him? I, and yes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised he hasn't killed anybody again. Didn't he do? He's done a whole bunch of other shit though. I, mean, I don't think he's actually he threatened, successfully he killed had, anybody. He had but some, didn't he, he get had, like a domestic had, violence thing going? He and, had threatened one of his uh, girlfriends or some shit. Broke her iPad or broke his parents' iPad. He did some fuck shit. Um, how do you even? How are you even like somebody who like? 
slithered out of a murder charge and you got a girlfriend. Like, I don't... I don't like, she got to be the worst bitch ever. Dude. Right, she got to be like... Like, yo, like, you realize he's going to do the same shit to you one day. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, how do these people just end up with fucking mates and shit? Like, you got to be a, a, a sad motherfucker, too, to be like, what? You got to be like the same kind of person. Yeah. To where you don't even really see that wrong. Like, yeah, I see why you followed that nigga. I mean, he was black and walking. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Zimmer just need to go and get him a dial. Oh, a dial. So, before the podcast, I was uh, <laughs> showing, showing Mike and showing my other buddies who was there earlier. It was this... It, it was this... Uh, this documentary on BBC years ago called, um, they did a special called Real Dials. And it was about uh, basically a company that makes uh, real life looking uh, women dials for mostly men who want to have like relationships with them and so forth. And uh, we, I found the clip, but it was, what's the TV show? Taboo. Taboo. And it was on Taboo. So they were showing basically, uh, showing some, some of the stuff about it because it was a black guy Named Dave Cat from Detroit, who had a dial, and he had his dial for like the past ten years, and he paid know, five thousand dollars for it ten years ago. Well, that probably was like you know you know how many two hundred dollar dates he didn't have to spend. Nigga, <laughs> shit. <laughs> he just made once and once fell swoop, and you know, but yeah, you know how many times he didn't have to sit. In a store in the mall, right, <laughs> while right. his dog tried on clothes, right? Or how? Yeah, he had to hit no pitching. He had to. He had to go through no periods because they're fucking these dials. They got like inserts where they're like engaging in. in a, I don't know. Can you even call it intercourse if it's not a, a human, or is it as they call it organic penetration? But it's I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know if I'll call it intercourse because just. Inner involves interaction, right? And it's like, is it really interaction if the other person's or nope. if the other entity isn't no. involved? Nope, you know? like you can't have. I mean, the, the, dumb it down. You can't have interaction with a fucking flashlight. <laughs> you, you fucking just a you know a tube. That's not interaction. That's that's advanced masturbation to me. <laughs> advanced masturbation. That's like that's like level five masturbation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. Like yeah, yeah you're high end masturbating. Because <laughs> like the reason that's a step higher than to me that's a, even a step higher than fucking the dolls because the the fleshlights are molded after real pussies. So like you can't even say like the doll is just like generic doll pussy. It's like you you fucking you know anybody is, you, you know anybody that's used flashlights. I, I might, but I don't know that they use <laughs> That's not something I would think they were. No, I was curious. I didn't, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that they were, you know, molded as, you know, I guess a. Yeah, it'd be a based girl. on porn stars' actual pussies and shit. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah, so you can. Well, I don't know if they all are, but I know that there are ones that are based off of, like, actual porn stars' pussies. So, like, that's why I say it's even a higher level, because you're not satisfied with just fucking any old fake pussy. You want to fuck a fake pussy that's based off a real per a real person. Man. Like that's that's extra level. Like I'm not fucking Lisa Ann technically, but I'm I'm fucking Lisa Ann without her being here. Like I get to get Chair Keeks pussy without all of that. Like I just get that and I walk around with it. I throw it in my bag. I can <laughs> take it on trips with me. And it doesn't talk. <laughs> that was the first thing they that said. The goddamn cat said because it was funny because that was the first thing I said. Right, right, like, yeah, all right. of the sex with none of the back talk. No, no back talk. <laughs> and then we start like, the video. He's like, "Yeah, she don't talk." Right, You're right. That was it. He's like, "She don't talk." And you just wonder, like, you know, you can't have your interaction with women's been that fucked up. Yeah, that's that's rough. 
Yeah, I, I, I would have hoped life never got that rough where I had to just go to a say, fuck it, I'm about to spend this five G's on this plastic bitch and paint her nails and. He was giving her a foot massage, dog. Foot I, massage. I was like, man. Yeah, talk about, talk about, yeah. It's like when we kiss, you get makeup everywhere. Like, what yeah, he was like, you put makeup the, on it? He said she's a good kisser. And, like, we look at the screen and they pan to them kissing. It's, the doll's just sitting there, like, slightly open mouth. The doll is doing what the, the doll is doing what a doll does. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. And you just kissing on a fucking doll. And he goes, she's actually a good kisser. <sighs> and he was like... It wasn't like he like pecked her. He was like legit like making right. out like he was trying to get her pussy wet. <laughs> like, he had his like hand on her fucking silicone thigh. Like he, he was like he was like grabbed her hand lovingly and was like stroking her fucking palm and shit. Man, like this is that's crazy. like the creepiest shit ever, dude. I just would hate you riding down the street, you put up a bit of light and you see some person next to you driving, and you see this fucking plastic dial. Strapped into the seat and shit, looking at you and shit. Man, if she gets in a car, if you get in a car accident, you don't want her to break her neck or no, anything. No, no, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you spent money. That's an she investment. Got to have a seatbelt on. Yeah, that's a fucking investment. Right. Shit. Yeah, I think I think the time that we saw him in the car, they had seatbelts and yeah, everything they did. on. Like, they, you got to mold you a new bitch. Like, you got to make sure this one stay good. But they do. Um, they get. I guess I, I would call it a, a tune-up. But they get like. <laughs> They get like their joints and stuff redone, and you know they get new uh, new right. pussy inserts and <laughs> get your joints redone. It's not like they're giving hand jobs to where they could have a, a sore elbow, like right, right, right. Yeah, is the handcuff not you know gripping <laughs> gripping you? That I can see that coming though. I can see that coming. I can see that coming too. Yes. Yeah, uh, anyway, I'm sorry I even brought that up. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean it, it's it's relevant because <laughs> I mean we're, this is the world we live in now. Fuck, but, dude. People, I feel like that's like the goal that there's like a a, a group of like creepy ass guys who like that ultimately they're waiting like they're they're like you know on the Reddit page of getting all the like advancements and you know new robotic bitches and shit like waiting for like the ones who can like who they can program to act a certain way or who will you know interact with them and <laughs> they can take out in public and they walk on their own and shit and. It won't be weird, even though it will be weird. That's weird as fuck. Yes, they think man. it's not weird. Weird is awful, dude. Weird as hell. Ugh. Can you imagine? Like, I feel like that day will come in our lifetime where there'll be like dudes walking around in the street with like robot bitches and shit holding their hand, like it's like not weird. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. I feel yeah. like that day will come. It's coming probably next year. <laughs> probably next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing probably next year. I I hypothesize that there's. That it's already happening, but we just don't know about it yet. Like it hasn't like it hasn't been released yet. But like there's some scientist person who's already invented this person and or this robot person, and that like it's just not. Yeah, it's somebody, not out yet. Somebody the has, date hasn't come yet. Somebody has a a, a prototype of that uh, some full functional walking. You know, the only thing they probably want to do is have them talking because that's what they're trying to avoid. <laughs> They just don't want it. They don't want a, a woman that talks to them, or organic woman that talks to them. Yeah, once they get the fucking pancake flipping chip corrected and they get that shit right, <laughs> like it's just gonna hit Amazon. Like my requirement is, I want to make bacon, make a drink, <laughs> and and have a cool hand for 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 sexual interaction. Ugh, I just just the thought. Ugh. I would, one thing I would say though that I would like is if they made like. Um, I mean, I wouldn't like it personally because I, I was like, like really? I was like, I mean, okay, <laughs> it's not nothing sexual. Like, if they had, 
like a, a hand that could like rub your head and it felt like a real hand. So like it, like did you know how good it feels to get your <laughs> hair rubbed, man? Like what if you could get your hair rubbed but you'd actually have to have a person doing it but it felt like it was a person doing it? Like it actually it felt like a real hand and all it did was just like rub your head. I mean of course people would buy it and use it to like rub their balls and shit. Of put course. It, put, put it in their ass and put a finger in their ass and shit. Yeah, but like like I just thought like that'd be so dope because like especially because like whenever I have my fiance whenever my fiance is rubbing my head like she always falls asleep before I do. <laughs> I'm like. What if I could? Ha- I'll be thinking like, what if I could have this happen, just ongoing, like, and it never stopped, and I would fall asleep, and it just kept going. Like that would be so dope to have like an automatic head rubbing machine. Well, but of course it would be. You couldn't even like buy that and say that, and have people leave you saying it's, it's just for rubbing your head. Well, you- it could say head rubbing machine. And you're like, hey, I'm getting this head rubbing machine. See, it's this head rubbing machine, and they be like, nigga, you gonna put that in your ass? Well, you got up. the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you uh, then you was that was that you that posted the uh, the hand selfie stick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a selfie stick with a hand on the end of it. It's, it has an arm on the end of it, so that when you take in the selfie, it looks like you're holding someone's hand. It's for extra, extra, extra lonely women on Twitter. Have you ever seen an actual selfie stick and actually had one? I haven't physically held one, but I saw a lot of them when I went to Niagara Falls. I uh, got one at a party at DJ. Oh, it's very good. Oh, you got one? Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yes, you do have yeah, one. Yeah, so they gave they gave a few a few of them out. So does pretty, it go longer than that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm Pause. Like, That's not weird. Uh, <laughs> it's a so this is a. a t- <laughs> I'm like, not for you, buddy. I know it gets uh, longer and harder than that. <laughs> so this is a... That's a short-ass <laughs> stick, dog. <laughs> so not get anything done with that. Right, like, I, I, like, could you feel this stick? Like, <laughs> probably not. So this is a straight manual one. Uh, where it's not... I don't mind, like, Bluetooth and shit like that. Wait, what? They got Bluetooth selfie sticks. Where they have a button so that it connects to your phone. So you don't have to hit your phone... You could just push the button and it takes pictures. Oh, so that, oh, this so one is manual. You got to set your timer. Oh, okay. I was about to say, how do you do it? Then? I was just about okay. to say, so it okay. clip. It like this uh, little lever pulls up, so then it just connects on your holds on your phone. So it's pretty steady. Oh, okay. Um, and then it just pulls out. And, That's a long ass stick. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you. Hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's 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 nothing that I was just like carry around and go around. But for certain instances, it'd be kind of cool. But I'd be so embarrassed to use that in public. Like that, I don't know, man. It, like actually, that we had that conversation briefly, me and my fiance, while we were at Niagara Falls, which was I I didn't talk about it in the last podcast with Rufio, but it was the weekend prior to uh, us recording that podcast. But we went to Niagara Falls, and I saw a lot of people using selfie sticks because you know. You want to get, you know, as much of the falls in your mm-hmm. shot as you can. But, like, I told her, I was like, it's weird to me to see guys taking selfies by themselves. Like, here at the falls, it's not that big a deal because you want a picture of you with the falls in the background. I get that. But the idea of guys taking selfies as a whole, like, I don't know. There's just something weird to me about that. I can't really put my finger on it. Like, who do it a lot. Like, there's guys who, like... You look at their timeline, and there's like a or their Instagram page, and there's a lot of fucking selfies on there. Man, tons. And I just think of like how how I don't know. I, I kind of it grew old to me after like, damn, that has a <laughs> that stick go real far, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah, this shit's crazy. I mean, the, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I was just amazed at the fact that, you know, just to, I don't know. It's just, yeah. But, nigga, I, I ain't gonna sit around. Right. Take a selfie with that shit, man. <laughs> this is how bad I am with selfies, though. I don't even know how to use the timer on my phone. I had to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had to figure it out when I was messing with phones. I'm like, fuck, how am I gonna get this shit? Because I'm like, I can't push it and put this, pull the fucking stick farther. See, uh, okay, I'm assuming this button that looks like a clock is probably the timer. <laughs> I would go with deductive reason with that one. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna see. Let me see. Let me see if I can fit this in. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so fucked up. Yeah, let me see. Okay, excuse off, me. Three wow. seconds. Three I whip this out. I'll put it ten seconds because I don't know how long three seconds gonna take. When does it start? Oh, you push the button first and then the timer starts. Yeah. Uh, Something like that. It's not doing anything. Did I do it wrong? I don't know. Oh, wait, no, there it is. Okay, I see it. Uh, Okay. I gotta get this. Let me see how far I can get this right. I got a long ass arm. Let me see. Did this work? How bad is it? I look like somebody who's using a selfie stick. I look like a jackass. so stupid, man. Look like an asshole. I can't wait. And to I'm holding it with like two hands. It looks like. Oh, you had both hands on too. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know. It's just this is weird. Here, take it back. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Uh, definitely I'm just gonna go ahead and delete that. Definitely interesting. That's never gonna see the light of day. All right. <laughs> and and the iPhone added a recently deleted folder. So let me go in there and delete it from there as well. Oh really? Oh, that's <laughs> cool as hell. Yeah, it, it's cool if you delete something by mistake and you want to get it back. It's not cool if you like <laughs> taking dick pics and you delete it and you think, hey, well those dick pics are gone and then like <laughs> That's actually that's actually dope as fuck. Open up your folders. Oh, wait a minute. That's dope as hell. <laughs> I'm looking at my recently deleted pictures and I tried to take a picture of the guy when I did the the elevator shit. The guy who closed oh. it on me and then I got back in there. Did you get it? Uh, no, I didn't. I tried to take a picture of well, I kinda got it in like a corner corner of him right there. But like uh, I, I try to take a picture. He looks, he looks like a dick. Though. <laughs> he does. I was gonna try to like you know take a picture of him and then like you know post it online and say he's a piece of shit. But uh, I mean, the partial picture that I can see him, he's definitely uh yeah. He looks like a prick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, fuck selfie sticks. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. They were saying how they was at the bar and there's a chick there. She pulled that bitch out of her purse and was pointing that bitch out at, all at the bar and shit. Like, are you fucking serious? That's like a fucking weapon, dude. Like, <laughs> you take this out. It's like one of those extended sticks that the police use and shit. <laughs> I'd be so self-conscious doing that shit, man. Yeah, like, this man, is just, just drawing attention to yourself. Way man. too much attention, man. Way too much. And then, like I say, this is the, the most of... Excuse me, the most... Basic of them, so they got one. So people, act, I, I'm assuming the person. I think they got these from uh from Five Below, so wow. five bucks. But you know, people probably got these uh Bluetooth ones. That shit probably about twenty some dollars or something. I can imagine just to take moderately better selfies. Like, mo- yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Moderately better. It ain't even that bad. That much better, I would assume. That's another thing, though. With like with selfies and shit, how I say it's weird for a guy. Like, what practical reason does a guy have for needing a selfie stick? Because, like, if you're a woman, right, women will want to, a woman might want to take a selfie 
And she might want to have her outfit in the picture. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what kind of vain-ass dude is doing that shit? Well, I'm saying yeah. that. Well, I could, immediately, I thought of, like, three guys who'd be taking full-body selfies and shit. And I, you could tell that they just put their phone somewhere, set the timer, and then, like, you know, walked however far back they had to go to get their full body into the picture. It's like, yeah, I I, I don't care enough to do that. Nah, fuck that. I don't fuck. care enough to take selfies, period. Well, I think, too, I think it's kind of like, it's anti-photographer. <laughs> It's like, you don't want... And that's the only thing that's weird about that. It's like, if, if you want to say you want to take a picture of you of you or you somebody else, it seems like a picture would be so much better to just have somebody next to you or someone else just take the picture. But you have to have this event, like, you really did it and, you know, all that shit. Like, I don't even get how to, where the fuck the term selfie came from. I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, it's just you taking a picture of yourself, but I, I don't know. I think even worse is fucking Ussy. <laughs> I think we talked about that on like the very yeah, first episode. We talked, or some on, shit. Oh, we talked about one of them. I remember that. <laughs> I shit. feel like it was like the very first episode we talked about Ussies and because um, uh, we talked about phrases phrase that we didn't like. Ussy yep. was one. Ussy was one. And then there was something else like the main thing. Oh, blurbs. Blurbs. <laughs> blurbs. Black, black, black nerds. nerds. What the fuck ever? That shit is the corniest <laughs> shit. Uh, just. 50 weeks later, we still fucking hate we, blurs. We still fucking hate blurs. <laughs> still fucking hate blurs. Still hate us. He's fuck all that shit, too. I said 50 weeks later. I rounded up. Yeah, we, it's close. Fuck. But speaking of 50 weeks, um, I started the campaign for the 50th episode online, but we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. So, because um, <laughs> the shit ain't popped off at all. <laughs> like, ain't nobody did shit with it. No, nah, um, but we definitely have a push for the next other week, so looking forward to that. Yeah, so the idea is, um, and I, I tweet it every now and then, the idea is to tweet or promote the show with the hashtag, WhatUpThough50, and the, pe- the two people who promote it the most can be on the show with us, like actually record with us. Uh, we're going to do the show live, probably, you know, maybe like be grilling or something, have drinks, have a few people over. It's just the other people will just be like, you know, background or whatever. Well, I actually have... You know, four people who are actually recording. And uh, just, you know, basically kind of make it like a live party for the 50th episode. And then I'm thinking of doing, um, what'd you call, what's it called? Oh, the Century Club? Yeah, the Century Club challenge thing. So basically, it's a thing where you got to do 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. So mathematically, a shot is an ounce technically. So that would be 100, 100 ounces of beer, which is two and a half forties, and a little over an hour and a half. For the thugs out there, that's two and a half forties. <laughs> right. Other than that, there's a whole bunch of fucking toy houses. <laughs> for, for Mr. Newman, who didn't show up at uh, <laughs> right. on his job, and that's two and a half forties, Mr. Ugh, Newman. Fuck all. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I'm thinking about doing that too. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. There's no point in me bullshit. I'm gonna try it. So <laughs> I'm not thinking about doing it. I'm gonna try it. So. Because uh, I, I think everybody else has done it. I'm the only one who hasn't done it before, who hasn't tried it. So I want to see if I can do it. I'm not at my peak drinking game, but I still that still sounds like something I can do. So I'm interested to try it. Hopefully, hopefully it won't go too bad. Because <laughs> I decided to stop uh, drinking during the podcast, so I'm actually like 100 percent sober right now, and I'm going to stay that way. I'm not, but I only, <laughs> had, I only had a few beers, so although I'm eyeing this uh, Kessler that's on the table. Yeah, I was looking at that like it's like the equivalent of like a shot in a bottle with no cap on. Maybe two. Maybe <laughs> like, two. There's probably like cigar smoke inside that bottle. <laughs> that probably made it better. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, after the last episode, I wasn't a big fan of. Um, <laughs> that has a top on it. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of like when I get tipsy or drunk. I have a lot of trouble getting my thoughts together, and I think that's what bothers me the most about it, especially for the podcast because I pride myself on being articulate and having like you know intelligent thoughts. And then I'll get tipsy when we get to the, like the intelligent portion of the podcast, and I sound like a fucking moron. And I'm like, I feel like it's kind of ruining the podcast. I feel like the best, you know, when I want to make a strong point or I want to tell a cool story or whatever, it's easier for me to do it when I'm like sober. Because like the Doctor Yaku portion of the last episode, I could I could tell that I was kind of going, <laughs> like I wasn't really getting there. I could, I mean, I I was getting there in the sense of like I was getting pretty drunk and. The story just didn't come out that well. And then everything after that is shit. And so I was like, you know what? I think I need to stop drinking during the podcast. Or at the very least, not drinking to the point of, like, getting tipsy. Because we drink before the podcast starts. It's pre-gaming and shit. And I will say shit. This is the, what, the 47th episode? I would say, like, a strong 40, 43 of them bitches. <laughs> we didn't even start until we were tipsy. So. Right, a, a strong 43. I'm pushing maybe 44. Right, so imagine if we tipsy before it even starts, what I'm feeling when we're, when we're you know, winding up maybe like an hour, hour, 15 minutes in. I'm, I'm far beyond where I need to be. So if I, if I was to, you know, drink during a podcast anymore, it would be like now. Like now that we've already started recording, I'd like make myself a drink because I know it's not going to affect me in any kind of way. But yeah, so this is this is the very very first podcast that I am one hundred percent sober for. I've had a few of them though. Um, yeah, but you were forced to do that. Yeah, that's like I have, I have probation in the morning, right? So I can't. Man, do it. I'm so glad that bullshit over. God, I hate I hated just being restricted on shit. But now I'm free. Now I want to go to Canada. I've been saying that shit since I've been off. I want to go over there now and sit. So I'm gonna try to make that probably the next couple of weeks. Uh, Get over and do some. I want to take some pictures. I want to do a skyline pick of the D mm-hmm. from over there. Probably try to get some um, some poutine. Is it pronounced poutine? <laughs> or poot? Is it poutine? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I poutine. Poutine. But I'm laughing because you added that in. I and did and add it. You were like, in. you just wanted to be like poon. Like, poon. Like some it poon. just has to be like poon. Yeah, like I did. Poutine, yeah. but yeah. not. So it's but poutine. it's fries. So it's just poutine. Yeah. Poutine. P o u t i n e. Poutine. And I think the last time y'all had something like some, I don't say shit, braised beef or some shit or some. Man, I, man. <laughs> how far is that place from once you get over there? Or it's how far is it, period? The, my favorite place is far. Oh. It's not in Windsor. There's no. places in Windsor, like there's a place right, right at the border. Like you could walk from, from the border to this place. Uh, it's right there. And that place is cool, but it's not fucking with my, my favorite place. My favorite place is a place called Smokes. What about an hour off or something? Two. I Damn, think. really? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, the closest one is in London, which is a two-hour drive. So, yeah. Fuck. We saw one in Niagara Falls. That's well. That's a that was about a four four and a half hour drive. Toronto has one that's four hours, but London had London had one and that was two hours. I think that's the closest one is London. There was a on their website. There was a thing about opening up a Windsor location, and I tweeted them incessantly about that. What is the Windsor location over? What is the Windsor location? They never even fucking responded. Right, because I, I saw to my wife. I was like, "That's cool. Let's get over there." You know what I'm saying? And but then she realized that her 
passport expired, so she has to like renew her shit or just get her enhanced ID and stuff. So I'm like, well, fuck. I guess I just have to wait, or I just go by myself, which is fine with me. I don't give a hell. But is it fine with her? <laughs> it, it doesn't matter now. Shit. She just had to get her shit together. What? <laughs> I, 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 I go over there and uh, she doesn't listen. She just got to right, get her shit together. Right. I go over there and then I'll you know I'll, I'll report back. So we'll see. I don't think she's really interested in Putin anyway. So well, she should be. Because the ones that smokes it. She 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 she, I, she really bases what her eating though. She don't really do a lot of weird shit. And I would call it weird because that's definitely not an American norm. Uh, but. I don't think she would even have it anyway, but that's fine. I'm okay with that, so I get over there and try some shit. Yeah, it's dope. Um, yeah, and you need to, of course, go over there and get a Cuban cigar, man. See, like, that's another thing, too. I want to get. You gotta do that shit. That's one of my bigger reasons. Like, I will go over there, have time, to have a Cuban, have a Cuban, and that was like, <laughs> really, that was like when I first started smoking cigars, like, that was like my real, that was the real reason, like, go over there to have a Cuban. I just only get got on some bullshit that really ain't a Cuban and shit. Well, when I went over there, the place right by the border that I got mine from, it was an authentic one, and it was great. So, I mean, now how can you tell? Like, what is the? Because I looked at the, um, I looked online to look up all the indications of how you can tell if it's real or not. Because the the Cubans are very very meticulous with how they do the band. Uh-huh. Now, I guess theoretically somebody could take a whack ass cigar and just put in an authentic Cuban band, but. Mm. Whatever the case may be, the place that I got mine from, it wasn't a whack ass cigar. So, uh, yeah. Well, shit, nigga, maybe you just had to go. Shit. Yeah, it's right, <laughs> over, right, it's right over there, man. I'm, this the place I got it from is just like the poutine place. It's within walking distance of the border. Oh, okay. so like you wouldn't even have to go far. That's what's up. Yeah. No, only thing is, well, I don't know where you would smoke it at because it wasn't a cigar lounge. It was a, they have actual like just cigar stores, really. Uh, so you, you don't smoke in there. It's not a lounge. You can just go in there and get some shit and leave. Shit, it's a cool ass park that's near the. It's a park? it's a cool ass park that's uh well years ago I used to date this chick that lived over there. We used to go to this park. It had a bunch of like flowers and shit, and uh, it was off the water. Um, I have to ask. I have to ask my home. It might boys. be where they have their little festival at and shit. It was cool as hell, but because you can't just like smoke in public and shit out there. Just um, I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I would think that you could. I mean, shit, you could smoke weed just out and about. I thought in Canada. In can Canada? You? I don't think so. You can't. Mm, no, I'm okay. pretty sure you can't. Maybe not. Maybe wrong. Wrong I country. I think you'd be over there way more often if. <laughs> You could drive twenty minutes, not even twenty minutes, and smoke weed openly. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah, maybe not. Okay, well, I keep you posted. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on, we talked about Eric Harris a couple weeks ago. He's the guy who who got killed by accident by the police. The dude who I think I mentioned that. They talked a lot about the cop who, who who he said, I can't breathe. And the cop was like, fuck your breath. They talked about that a lot on the news. And I think I mentioned the fact that I didn't like that also after he got shot, one of the cops still was like jamming his knee into the dude's head and ramming his head into the ground and shit with his knee. Like that, that, that guy. So we talked about that fucked up murder or whatever. Uh, maybe like two weeks ago, I was listening to the read. And I found out that the guy that shot him was a reserve deputy. Apparently, a reserve deputy is basically 
what rich white people do when they decide that they want to have some kind of legal right to shoot black people. So, like, you can, like, pay and, like, I guess take a class. I don't know how you do it, but you pay a bunch of money, you take class, you can get, like, a, I guess, like, a fake-ass badge. You're not actually the police, but you can basically, you basically pay in to roll with the police and do police shit. And that was mind-boggling me that they got something like that. And, like, I didn't even know about that. Uh, Like you said, Mr. Monotone told me that they got, there's some city here, like, not close, but, like, there's some city here where you can be, like, a fake-ass sheriff or some shit. Like, you can pay. You can just pay to get the right to do shit like that. And he's like, he said, you know, the dude said that he thought it was his taser. Like, how did you even get to the point where you rolling around on the streets with a gun legally and you can't tell whether or not it's your fucking taser or your gun? And this dude's like 70. Because you're 70 and you're not a fucking cop? That's why. It's, it's... I thought that was crazy that, like, that you could, that you can do that. Like, that's... That's the last thing we need to be doing is giving old-ass white folks the right to carry around a gun and roll with the police and do police shit without actually being a police. I mean, it's bad enough that you got cops who've been on the, on the force for years that, you know, are killing killing folks off and they're, you know, supposedly be trained to not, you know, be able to, you know, know which gun is what and shoot motherfuckers and shit. But then you letting people... You know who pay the you know old ass people like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even trust an old seventy year old cop who's been in a, a fucking cop for thirty forty years like at that age you know you're losing shit you know right. what I'm saying your awareness is probably I not the greatest people to drive I barely trust them to walk dude I think they should drive on weekends on Sunday and pretend the hours are nine a.m. and noon that's it <laughs> that's fucking it dude that's it I was telling I was telling my fiance that I think you should start we should start making people retake their test. At like a fairly early age. Yeah, I think after I think after fifty five, you should be you should have to test at least yearly for that shit. Because man, there's some fucked up old folks out here, man. They just don't need to be driving. You have to have so many motor skills intact for to be able to drive. I think. And after a certain age, you know, you losing shit. You know what I'm saying? You got people because it was like every four years you have to like uh, renew your. Renew or whatever. I think your license or something like that. Yeah, but you don't have to take a test again. Yeah, but even still, like even so, that's only four years you do that. Because I, I, do you even take your? I don't even know if you take your vision test again. I haven't taken a test yet since I got my license. Oh. So I'm like, I well, just, just renew it. The only time you have to take a, have the test is when you know your shit was suspended for a while, which mine was. So I had to like do everything over. I didn't have to do that. Mine was suspended for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, I, well. I guess it depends on how you define yeah, a while. Yeah, we're going to keep it at a while. Uh, <laughs> but I would say mine was suspended for uh, maybe a year. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's definitely on the lighter side of the while. Okay. But mine was enough where I had to redo the written test, had to do the eye test again, had to do a driver's, uh, driver's test again. I felt like I was 16 all over again, dude. Man. But they need that. They really need to do a, a, a test for folks. I mean, at the least a written test. But shit, they need to do driver's test, man. Because that's just you know you're just too liable to fuck up. But yeah, but you know that guy. And then after you know, so he's been charged with manslaughter for that that case. The Eric Harris. Eric the Eric, Eric Harris uh, deputy yeah. uh, to kill Eric Harris. So then he's been charged with that. Uh, maybe so a short time after that. He requested to go on vacation to the Bahamas, and the judge approved the shit. 
So he just he just chilling, getting vacations. I mean, it's 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 stressful to kill black people, man. How you kill a nigga by accident? You just like, man, I need a vacation. Yeah, and the judge is like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, man. Killing niggas <laughs> is rough, man. It fucks right. with you, dog. You need a time to just relax and chill. You know, so I'm like, man, anybody else. You know, so are you familiar with the uh, story of Rakia Boyd? Now she was the woman who was killed by the cop. I know the name, but like, like there's been so many that I can't remember what specific but story. I, I don't know. I can't give the total details. Um, but I know he basically shot in the crowd, shot her in the head, and she ended up dying. Ended up finding him not not responsible or not guilty or whatever. Not. So that now you had this. Uh, I was reading about this this ex. Uh, Ex uh, NBA player, his name was uh shit, Crittenton. I don't want to say. I think it's Crittenton. Last name was Critt. Black guy. Any NBA player, I should know this. Either I'm really falling off, or his last name's not Crittenton. Uh, I, I could be falling off though. I haven't kept up with the NBA like I used to. Crittenton? I don't know. It maybe he's just not. Maybe he was a nobody. Javaris Crittenton. Hmm. Uh. Anyway, he just bell. he just got like 23 years in jail because he ended up shooting someone by accident trying to shoot someone who stole something from him. I mean, shit, what fucking practical birds went to jail for shooting himself? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if anything, that's the perfect example. Black dude shoots himself, goes to jail. White cop after white cop after white cop after white cop shoots unarmed black man and gets off. That's that's the narrative, Doug. That's the narrative, dude. It was a actually I'm reading about it now. Uh Critton, blah blah blah, was charged with murder, felony murder, attempted murder. Um fuck, now my phone wanna trip. But basically, from what I read, he was shooting at someone who told something, shooting her and ended up getting, you know, he did a plea to get twenty three years. Now, I'm not saying he's right at all. He's wrong he as fuck. He did a plea to get 23 years? Like, so that was like, you mean like, I plead guilty and so I can get 23 years? Mm-hmm. So what did he do that was wrong? What, kill her? Other than kill her? I didn't hear what you said. He, you said that he, he shot somebody he who was stole shoot, from him? He was trying to shoot someone who stole from him. Ended up killing a woman. Not the person who stole from him? No, not the oh, person who stole okay. from him. okay. But you got a guy like that who gets all these years in jail and we like warranted. You know, you killed the innocent person, you know what I'm saying? But you got that guy who killed, you know, that woman, shot her in a crowd. Like, how reckless is it for it to just shoot into a fucking crowd, not shooting, not aiming at even still, like, you know, what I don't even know he had probable cause to shoot in the crowd. But you shoot this woman in the head and kills her and nothing fucking happens. On the other side, you got a guy who does it and gets damn near twenty five years in jail for it. It's like either you go, you're gonna, you know, kill the future. Oh, it's raining now. I guess we called it good. Uh, kill the future of black people by sending them to jail, or you're gonna kill them. Either or. Twenty five years in jail at being twenty five, thirty years old. Shit, that's that's pretty much life. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I I'm, I'm just I'm just sick of. Police apologists, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, I'm just fed up with this shit, dude. So, um, what's it? Yesterday, 
uh, Tuesday, they did a press conference and a, a march for the uh, guy named is Terrence Kellum. He was a fugitive for uh, fugitive for armed robbery and something else, and it was a police altercation. It wasn't Detroit police; it was uh, the immigration something mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, from what they say, is that they went to serve a warrant for this guy. He was hiding in an attic. He comes out of the attic charging at a police officer with a hammer and he was shot 10 times and died. Okay. So, this, but the family story is that he never had a hammer, he never charged, and all that stuff. So, they had a press conference at a, uh, the right where it happened. Because it happened like right almost at the corner of like Evergreen in Chicago. So, it's like a church over there or whatever. So, they had a press conference. And it was people. The, that, the guy that's coming later grew up at that. At the corner, everybody. Oh, where? Oh, okay. So no. Oh, you still coming? Yeah. Oh, okay. You should be here. Uh, should be here in a minute. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah. So maybe I hold most of my comments then until you get here. But well, basically, I well, 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 you know, it was pretty peaceful. The police was cool, all that stuff, and then you know they started to the march. I didn't participate in that, but I hear some other people who participated with it that they uh. I guess after a while, the police was like, you know, y'all can't be in the street no more. Stay on the sidewalks or we arrest you. And it just turned fucked up. It didn't get to the point of, you know, riots or rowdy protesters and shit like that. But Situations like that, I'd be hesitant to protest because there's too much gray area. Well, the thing is, I don't. you don't know the story. You know what I'm saying? The total story. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's so much information that's not, that's not known. So I'm kind of like trying to waiting here, you know, more more stuff, you know, I just, I mean, there are justified killings, you know what I mean, that happen, but you just don't know, you know, so, trying to wait for more information, you know, it's just, just tired of hearing our people getting fucking killed, for shit, for shit that's not death worthy. And with that situation, with the, with the climate being the way it is, not the climate, technically, but the climate um, amongst black people, especially toward the police. You And you know how niggas are, man. They might be looking at that situation as like, we can say that he didn't charge at them and people will believe us just because right now all of us are inclined to be against the police. It's hard, I, I can, it's, That sounds feasible that a guy who was a fugitive that was hiding in the attic and he's a fugitive for armed robbery... It seems feasible to me that he would charge the police with a hammer. Yeah, it's not even. It, yeah, it's, it's, I don't. I don't and put if that he against did, him. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, nothing I can say about that. Right. So I couldn't protest that off the strength of the family saying that he didn't charge at him with a hammer. I, I, I would still side eye like uh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I can trust y'all. Right, right. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But I mean, shit. We're in a situation right now where it's kind of like, well. We kind of gotta, kind of gotta roll with the person, roll with the quote unquote victim, because it's almost like, well, we're not really in a position to trust the police at this point. So at all, dude, at all. And so it's quick to say, hey, he was killed unjust, but he may not have been. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and in that situation, I kind of be like, eh, I'm not. That's why I want. I really wanted to see. I wanted to go because I was curious of you know how the crowd's going to be and all that stuff. But you know, I'm I'm not. Totally just like on the side of, you know, they fucked up. Although the cop, the, the, the officer that, uh, 
um, involved with it. He had prior issues. I think you know in two thousand he he shot some black kid, and he uh, uh, they the the uh, Detroit had paid some settlement of like twenty grand or something. Then I think I read about him, you know, putting a gun on his ex wife or wife at some point. Um, the cop. Yeah, that oh, same okay. cop. Okay. Um, so you know. You hear stuff like that, and it kind of questions him. But at the same time, you know, attempt uh, a robbery. You know, he's done dirt. You know, it's not like he's just an innocent dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but whatever. So, what do you? Uh, what else you want to get before uh, your homeboy get here? Um, I found I heard an interesting story. About, yo, you know who I is when he talked about? Who? Bruce Jenner. Oh yeah, did you watch the uh, the show? <laughs> On and off, like I, I, I DVR'd it, but I didn't, I didn't catch it. My fiance was watching it while I was sleeping, and I was like waking up periodically to catch bits and pieces of it. But like, the interesting thing about that is the response to it. Like, there's still people who are just kind of like, who care? And I just don't get like, like so what, man? Like, let that dude be whatever the fuck he wants to be. My only thing that I'm curious about is what he's gonna call himself. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, I'm kind of well, you know, at one. Oh, and the fact that he says he's he's uh, he feels he's a woman, but he's not gay. He still wants to fuck women. So like, so he he, he feels he's, like he's going to be a lesbian now, right? But no, like, is he yes, changing everything? No. He's changing all this. Like he's going through it all, or I don't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't catch that part of the interview. I don't know. He hasn't done that yet, as far as far as like the actual or uh, like genitals or whatever. But I heard that he's been like, like even like back like a long, long time ago, like with his wife before Chris Jenner. He told her that he was like, you know, a woman on the inside, and he's been like taking est- estrogen and shit, and like uh, uh, growing titties and shit, and and so like he's he's done. Most of what you can do aside from actual the actual sex change operation. I don't know if he plans on doing the sex change operation or not, but um, if he still plans on fucking women, then probably not. But so, I don't know. That's weird to me how you could say, like, I'm a woman on the inside, but I still want to fuck women with my dick. Like, I, I don't know. That, that's the only part that's weird to me. And then what I really don't like is the... Um, is the people who are intolerant of the people who just don't understand it. As if, like, understanding all the ins and outs and all the technical ins and outs. Uh, as <laughs> <laughs> he wants an in now. Right. As, um, as if we're supposed to know all the different terminology and all the different intricacies of what it what it takes to be a trans... Like, I don't even know transsexual versus transgender. Like, all this shit. And to not know these things, it'd be those people who are, like, the... Who are like I don't know big into like sexual identity? Who will be so fucking intolerant of people's opinions on that? Of pe- not people's opinions, but people's lack of knowledge on it, as if this is common knowledge that we're all supposed to know this shit. And they be getting so mad, like it's fucking ignorant ass people don't know all this. How do you not know that he's a trans whatever? Blah blah blah. Uh, it's irritating. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I yeah, I I don't know, man. You know. T- I, I wish the best for him, but you know, I and 
I kind of really don't. I kind of want to watch, but I really don't because I don't really care that much. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he's not nobody who you know is on my radar. People that I'm interested, you know, to hear about. You know, but it's just kind of crazy that you know you have blacks who done this for years and and you know. But, you know, the, you get this one white person and everyone's intrigued about it. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not interested in him. I'm not interested in his story. Not that interested in, you know, his change or why he's changing. You know, he, he's just not interested. Like, he would, he would still be just as uninteresting if he was still just being a man. <laughs> like, there's nothing inter- interesting that I would, you know, want to know more about him. You know what I mean? So... I'm okay with not with not knowing. Like I said, I kind of want to watch it, uh, but I I may not. And I it's you know it's nothing nothing I really care cared that much about. All right, uh, let's take a break real quick, and we'll be back in a sec. Yep, in a sec, in a sec, yeah, and we're back. <laughs> that was quiet, <laughs> and we're back. You know, I should always pick up way louder. I'll be trying not to max this shit out. So Yeah, so we back. We got a guest. Um, Larry. What up, though? Oh, yeah, that was appropriate. Right, 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 right. That was, that was appropriate. That was better so. than Kari's. Uh, Kari, Kari was on last week. Oh, he was? I and, didn't uh, hear last week. Yeah, he. <laughs> I think we, we said something like, uh, he was at the beginning. We're like, hey, uh... What up though? And I'm like, and I'm like, Hi. I'm like yeah. Was, I'm, I say what up though? And then Kari says like, hi. There's something, something weird. Like, hello. Oh, he's silly like that though. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a fun episode. You definitely had to check it out. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, your driving time. You probably could listen to a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I usually listen to the podcast. The whole thing usually lasts my uh, my ride in. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's quite a quite quite traveling uh, track driving time. <laughs> So. Yeah. Oh, you about to go? No. Say something? Okay. So, uh, I guess the last thing we want to talk about uh, before we wrap this up is obviously the events going on in Baltimore. Um, I'm sure, as everybody knows, um, it revolves around this dude, Freddie Gray, who uh, I'm actually not that up on what happened in his specific incident. Like, I know that he, I guess, got arrested or whatever, and... I guess somewhere in his commute, he ended up getting his spine severed and dying. Um, and obviously that sparked a lot of outrage, especially since we're living in a time right now where black di- black guys and women are dropping like flies at the hands of the police. So it sparked a lot of outwa- outrage and a lot of riots. <laughs> outrage? Outrage. <laughs> it sparked a lot of outrage. Oh, yeah. Right, and you sober as hell. Right, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's been going on, and, and the craziest part about it to me has been... We've had this discussion far too much on previous episodes about uh, the way people have responded to the police killing black guys, and and the response here is no different. But I think... I don't know what it is about this specific situation, and maybe I'll figure it out in the midst of talking about it, but this specific situation has been really angering to me lately. Like, this has been like a really frustrating week with yes. the combination of like uh the media coverage uh people who i know personally that i've seen their comments on facebook or yes. twitter just like the 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 varying responses and not even just between white people and black people but even amongst black people as a whole like this situation has divided black people to a point where 
I can't speak for you guys, but I've unfriended some motherfuckers over this shit, man. Like, I saw somebody, just before we started recording, I was just scanning through my timeline. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's how you feel? Unfriend. Like, <laughs> so, it's been, it's been rough, man. Yeah, I, uh, I usually have, like, I usually have, like, this one white guy. Uh, I used to have this <laughs> My one white friend. And he will always come in with these whole, you know, it's like he, he, he supports the cop, cop or just non-black people all the time. Like, it, it started with, you know, uh, Trayvon Martin. It was just like, well, he shouldn't have been. Like, what should have been what? Like, what was he doing that you knew of? He should have been walking and drinking. Right, he should have been walking. Black. Right, he should have been out. Like, that shit just angered me, dude. Like, it got to be some reason for us to just be doing some shit shady. You know what I'm saying? Oh, skittle-eating ass nigga deserved to die. Yeah, that shit, man. Skittles. Shit pissed me the <laughs> fuck off, dude. It, I, I was just, I was just, and so he would, you know, bring up all this shit that didn't make no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't, like, I, I get it that, you know, nah, I don't get it. Never mind. I'm going to say, I get it that, you know, you may. I was wondering where you're going yeah, with this. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't even see where you can start with, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, no, what I'm saying is I can get that you may not have black, black lives or black people in your priority of people living like you know you may just be like you just might not have black people in your life yeah yeah or yeah or to the point we even care that much but to just to just say to even even in the midst of a crime that you know uh a a white person like a, a zimmerman or just a cop killing someone that's that's their you you have that right to 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 put that punishment out you know what i mean you know, with Eric Garner, with you know all these other guys, they did shit that wasn't you know death sentences. You know, it we have been death sentences, right? Yeah. It should have been death sentences. So it's like you know, you got cops that are basically giving out death sentences and not going through the the, the proper the proper channels of you know of, of getting a court date or being you know innocent or being guilty or just serving time. If you you know if you know Eric Garner sold some fucking cigarettes outside which is illegal if anything it probably should have been some the fucking citation right you know what I'm saying you know slap on the wrist like yeah literally. like yeah like literally it's like, don't you know, sell those cigars right. you're bad don't right it, it shouldn't have been to the point of him you know dying of a chokehold that's been illegal in New York for years and that's never been you know that's still not being you know uh, talked about or enforced or anything so for you to do uh, some illegal tactics and still get off, or I don't. Even, I shouldn't even say get off because the fact that he ne- never actually had a court appearance right. wouldn't even, would even suggest that he right. got off. He just never got to the point of even being, you know, served or you know having you know his day in court. See, here's the thing: even if uh, the only time that you should be served a death sentence by a cop is if you are about to kill that cop, basically. Right. Uh, even if you did something that deserved a death sentence, that's not the cop's job to do that. It's the right, job right. of the judge to do that. Or not the judge, but the judge to sentence you to do that. Right, right. right. You get a that's jury. Not, that's not the cop's job. You get a jury <laughs> of your peers or, you know, whatever case. But 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 crazily, you get a lot of white uh, criminals who never have to serve that same fate of dying. You know, you have, you know, the Boston Bomber, which one of them did. But, you know, he, he gets to live. You got the uh, Aurora. Not Aurora, but. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Aurora. 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 Yeah, the, uh, the Aurora Theater shooting. The theater. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so you got all these other, you know, non blacks that get to, to, to live when they actually kill people. Right, they get their free. They're not free. They get their Dang just court. trial, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you get guys, you know, like, you know, Freddie Gray and, you know, all these other guys who, you know, 
didn't deserve death. And, you know, I I'm not even totally I'm not even totally against the uh the the things that are going on in Baltimore. I just I I think that, you know, laying down and just not you know trying to go against what's happening is it's going to keep happening. I think that's too I think this is where I think this is where the black people are divided. Is like how you said you're not totally against what's going on in Baltimore. There's the black people who are and the black people who aren't. Right. And I'm I, to take it a step farther. I'm a proponent of what's going on in Baltimore. I feel like this is what needs to happen at this point. Like it's not. I feel like peace ain't got us anywhere. Like we've been trying to be peace, peaceful protesting since forever. We've been trying to peacefully protest, and what's changed? Nothing. And things are getting worse in a lot of ways. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I will see, actually, I'm going to read some of the stuff that I saw. Like, I will see white people saying, um, I agree that talk, this, all, everything I'm going to read has to do with Freddie Gray in right. Baltimore. Uh, this one person, I don't even remember where I saw this shit. Uh, this one person said, I agree that his death was awful and probably preventable. How does breaking the car's windows help anyone, especially the reason for the protest? And then someone else followed that by saying, because slamming a garage can into the back of a police car accomplishes so much. And the idea is that we're not, we're not fighting this fight the right way. Like, we're not accomplishing anything by, by destroying a bunch of shit. That's not going to bring Freddie Gray back, whatever. And I have a few problems with that. One of the problems is that they're underestimating the rage. impact. No, not just the rage. They're underestimating the impact of this so-called pointless destruction of property. Like, the way I would look at it is like, okay, say like if you're Martin Luther King, right, and you're inside your home, and you've been doing your, you know, your Martin Luther King shit, you know, (laughs) you know, peacefully protesting, doing marches, fucking bitches on the side, doing your Martin Luther King shit. And, yeah, hustling pool, you know, and you're at home with your family, and a brick comes through your window, it says, you know, I'm gonna kill you, nigga. Do you think Martin Luther King saw that and was like, these motherfuckers broke my window. That, that ain't got shit to do with me. I'm the one protesting. That ain't my window. Like, these motherfuckers wasting their time protesting, breaking my window. No, because that sends a message. And he knows now that he feels threatened when a brick comes through his window. His window didn't do shit. So by that same logic, people could look at it and say, well, they just broke his window. What's that got to do with... What's that got to do with uh, what he did? Right. But the point is that he now understands that there are people who have it out for him. That's He feels threatened. He's going to take that seriously. And I look at it the same way. Is if, if you're part of the police force in Baltimore and you out here killing motherfuckers or your partners are killing motherfuckers and you condone it or whatever's going on. And all of a sudden now black people are throwing shit through your car. You're going to be like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't be out here killing niggas like this. Like, like, you know, they're taking this shit seriously. That, like, that's a, it's a, it's about the message, not the act of breaking a window. Like, yes, breaking a window is, in theory, irrelevant, but it's not about breaking the window. It's about making the point that we're through, we're sick of your shit. And, like, I think they need to understand that we're at a breaking point. It's not about how, like, how do we respond to this the correct way and how do we rationalize uh, doing something that's gonna, you know, get our point across, but while we're still being nice, agreeable Negroes. It's like, no, it's like the rage and the frustration and the dissatisfaction and just being fed up is leading us to a point where it's like, 
we got to get our point across that we're not taking this shit anymore. And when you see some shit go through your fucking car, you know, your car window, and you see us burning police cars and flipping them over and shit, you're not going to be like, oh, that's just police car property. Who gives a fuck about that? They're wasting their energy. No, you're going to be fucking threatened like you should be. And I think that that's what, I think that's just one of the things they got wrong about that. Here's the thing I have about comments like that. You know, I can't speak, I can't speak for you guys, but me personally, I spend a lot of time talking about Thinking about, reading about, and trying to educate other people about the things that are going on with police brutality, um, about poverty in the ghetto and in the hood, and the, the problems that come along with it. So when things like this happen, for me, it's a situation where, well, hey, this is what happens. This is what I've been saying will happen. But when people come out of the woodwork, where were you at when Freddie Gray was killed? Where were you at all these uh, negative things that were happening with the police? Now you have an opinion about what people were doing in the streets. Where was your opinion before? That's kind of, that's kind of an issue for me. I want to know why you only have something to say when black people are, quote, being destructive, unquote, but when black people are getting wrecked, right. either through uh, political means or through literally being and killed by agents of the state. Where's the commentary about that? Silence. There's no right. It, it's been all silence until now. So and that's, that's been, my that's my beef. And that's the that's the other point. That's the other problem is that they're exactly what you said. Where you're mad now? Right now, now that the window got broken. Now you're upset. Now yeah. now, now you're mad. Yeah, I, 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 and I just you know I my my one of my biggest problems is that people can these people can equate. The loss of property to be much more uh, valuable than the loss of life. Yes, like exactly. you know, a fucking CVS burned down. Fuck that CVS. You know, it's like <laughs> don't give a fuck about that CVS. Like you just you're you're equating that that building this this property is much more greater than you know than life, and that's just that's the fucked up part to me when they you know bring up property and stuff like that and peaceful protesting and all this other shit. I mean, I think when the, the Best example that I've thought about is like, you know, you think of like the Berlin Wall. Like, you think if they just prayed around that bitch and just prayed in and danced, that bitch would just go just disappear? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they had to really tear down a fucking cement fucking wall for them to be able to get, for uh, for Germans to be able to cross them over there and shit. Like, that shit wouldn't have came down from fucking, you know, kumbayas and, you know, asking nicely and shit. That shit, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, just, it's almost like people don't even understand the history of of when people are fed the fuck up, the shit they had to do to you know to to eradicate shit like that, or you know, do you think that you know slavery ended because they was like, man, just can we be free now? They'd be like, all right, fuck it, right. y'all done done enough free labor. I'm gonna let y'all go. You know what I'm saying? You had lives lost. You know what I'm saying? You millions, and thousands, of, the thousands of people. You know, people were dying. You know, because of that. You know, you you know, you think of segregation in the '60s. And stuff like that. That shit didn't end because white folks were just like, fuck it, y'all could just come and drink on our water fountains and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So when people don't, you know, when people, you know, go against, you know, what I guess some of the writing is, 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 you know, is about, 
I just feel that people don't have no sense of history yes. and knowing what ha- what what had to happen for other you know monumental you know events in in our history to end. Right, and they're, they're not thinking saying, about the cause. Like well, like you said, they're not thinking about the cause of what what, what got us to this point. Exactly. All they're looking at is they turn on their TV and they see black people rioting. And they're like, oh, here these monkeys go again. And like you said, they don't know their history. They don't know what's going on. And it's like. I don't even really expect them to know their his, know the history. They, you know, if you live in your nice little white suburban area and you don't know what the fuck black people are dealing with, hey, you don't know what the fuck black people are dealing with. Shut the fuck up, though. Like you said, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. So why are you talking about? You know, hey, why are they? You know, they don't need to be breaking these windows and throwing these garbage cans and shit like. You don't know what the fuck they need to be doing because you don't know what the fuck is going on. So shut the fuck up. And, and I think it's that. I think it would bother me more other than white people. It's bothered me that black people don't grasp that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess that's what's made this week even more frustrating. Yeah, yeah but there's a lot of black people. I've seen so many ass-backward comments on Facebook about, you know, how... The, the protests and, you know, the uh, violent protests, they call it, or not, you know, going to solve much. When they don't, it's like, you, you understand how, how you know, uh, oppressed our people is? Baltimore has been going through shit like that for years, right. and this shit really just kind of bubbled over. But Baltimore has been one of those fucked up places for years. So, I thought, you know, that I think this is just like... The camera that broke the straws back there, you know what I mean? And you know, <laughs> he said the camera that broke the straws back. Straw broke the camera. Yeah, the camera just stood on it. Yeah, the camera decimated that straw. Yeah. So you know, and then you have a a, a black mayor who's who's this old strong face bitch. Man, she's yeah. I just I I don't see her being the mayor. So I just feel like a vacancy gonna happen because I I think she she's eating her words every fucking day. Yes, and I don't you know when and I was so I didn't I I, I admit I didn't know too much about uh, Baltimore and the history. I didn't even know they had a, a black mayor until all of this stuff came about. But you know, and I'm reading all her stuff, and I'm just like. Who who are you? <laughs> like you know, are you you know? It's like I just feel like at some point she's just gonna pull off her her mask and to be this like elderly white woman <laughs> who has never you know interacted with black people at all, and she's just like a fucking puppet for you know. It's that just that infuriated infuriated me a whole lot just to see that. I was just like, I saw her I quotes and I was like, I saw her quotes and I actually I publicly tweeted. I was like. What race is there, man? <laughs> Somebody tweeted me a picture. I was like, oh. And she and she tweets, and then she had to go back and correct shit. I tweeted today. I was like, you need to do like Mayor Duggan and don't tweet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just don't do anything because you just incriminate. You know, she's constantly eating her words, and it's 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 just sad there, man. I I just would have thought better, man, when I when I saw it, she had a black mayor. But you know, I mean, you you would think you know this is probably the worst it's been in years, and we have a black president. And I just would have, I guess being naive, I just thought that, you know, once we had a black president, they would be, he would be a lot more vocal for a lot of stuff that's happening. And, you know, some people are like, what do you expect him to do? I would expect him to do a whole lot. <laughs> you know, when, you know, when the whole thing, when Mike Brown was killed, you know, they was doing press conferences and it was like two part press conferences. I remember there's one where, he was going over all the stuff they were doing. We were doing in Egypt, and then it was like this small portion about Mike Brown and all this shit. I'm like, why don't you care more about the shit that's here? And you're focusing all your energy on Egypt and all these other countries when you can't even fuck with the shit 
you know what I'm saying, on your own soil. You know, it's like when, you know. I was trying to talk about Iraq. You right. motherfuckers want to bring up this shit? Right. It's like, you know, it's kind of like when Bush, you know, kind of just casually flew over, you know, Katrina, just, you know, after the fact, just, you know, oh, shit's fucked up there. Like, this shit, it's its own fucking place. But, I mean, and, and at that point, I was like, you know what? It's not his people that are affected. So, it's not like we, you know, uh, some fucking old plant in Texas flooded that, you know, his people makes money off of, you know, he could go he there. That bitch like right, 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 exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, you know, New Orleans being primarily, um, primarily black, you know, it's not his people. Then I think, well, shit, we have a black mayor. These are black males. These are, you know, this this could have been you. And he has, like, little to no fucking input. And it was just like, it, that, that really disappointed me, you know, when, because I... I kind of figured that, you know, he wasn't going to speak much on Trayvon Martin, although he said more than I thought he would. But then when something with Mike, uh, stuff with Mike Brown happened, I was just like, he's got to say more. And he just didn't. And, you know, he just, that just pissed me off. I was just really like, man, I really voted for this motherfucker. And he's not really going to speak out on some of the shit that's really happening. And I don't know, I was like, am I just expecting too much? Like, you know... I don't know. I, I I've asked myself constantly, like, am I if my, my expectation is too high for the president to speak out on, you know, uh, ill doings against black people, you know? And I don't know. I I still wrestle with that. He has to play the game, you know. He has to say what he's supposed to say, so to speak. But like I said on one of our podcasts, it's not even election before, time. Like I figured that that's you know, exactly it. Like he doesn't even have anything to play for really at this point. And like I said on one of the other podcasts. I'm not just disappointed in him as a president. I'm disappointed in him as a person. Like, as I'm, a, more, I'm more like, disappointed as a person. Like, yeah, because it's like not even like even if you are even if you're a white man, I would still expect you if you're the president of the United States to speak out about police brutality and what's going on with the police right now and to vehemently be against it. And as a black man, like I don't understand how you can sleep at night. And, not, and without saying something or doing something, I mean, I don't know what, what you know what I would expect him to do, so to speak. But like, without saying something, like I just feel like as a as a human being with some sort of decency, how do you just kind of like glaze over this shit? And you have daughters. It's not like it's just black men is being killed. It's black women being killed. Raquel Boy was killed in Chicago, a place where he, you know, he 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 was yeah. from. So it's like you know, you have daughters, like you know. Granted, your daughters are going to have security around it for the rest of their life. But, you know, if you wasn't in the position you are, your daughter could be in a crowd and the cop could shoot her in, in a crowd of people and get nothing happened to them. And nothing happens to them. Paid administrative leave happens to them. Paid <laughs> leave. But you get, I was talking earlier about a old basketball player, uh, Javaris Crittenden. Um, yeah, I'll give I you something. Yeah. Was. yeah, but he played, I think he was drafted in the late 90s or some shit like that. I forget. But, or whatever the case, he was really irre- irrelevant. But he ended up shooting at a guy who had robbed him or something like that. Missed him, shot this mom before, whatever. He had a bunch of charges, ended up pleading and still getting like 23 years in jail. Granted, I'm not justifying anything he did. He got his time. He shouldn't have been, you know. But. That guy could get that many years in jail, and then a cop could shoot in a in a crowded area, hit a woman that has nothing to do with nothing, and get you know it, it went to a trial. It, I think it was I don't know if it was a bench trial, but whatever it was, he got cleared. But it's like you know shit like that can happen to the regular person. So I think it's just like I just feel like 
the system is either going to put us all in jail or either just kill us off. Whatever happens, you know what I mean? And it, it, it just, that shit don't add up. And like I say, I, I think I'm more disappointed as a, uh, Obama as a person, as a black male, more than anything that, you know, and even now, like, there is no re-election. It, they, they, I, I doubt seriously you get fucking, you know, kicked out of impeached anything at this point. You're just riding the wave. Like, you know, why can't you, if anything, speak now? If I was him, I wouldn't even care. Like, if I knew for sure that if I said something, I'd get impeached, which is ridiculous. But even it's if, not- like, even if I knew for sure that was going to happen, I'd be like... I gotta do this, like just on just I got on, my seven years, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like exactly, my own conscience. Exactly. Like I, just, I would have to say something just as a person. Like I don't know. Like I would just deal with knowing it. Like, you, okay, knowing well. that you could have some influence, like I just don't see him doing it, having some kind of doing anything and not having no influence. Like he's the fucking president for Christ's sake, no yeah. influence. Yeah, that's that. Um, did any of you see the uh, the the president the correspondence? Uh, yes, I did it? with uh, Luther. Yeah, well, the the girl who uh, dang, and I have it because um, I forget her name and I was, Amy Schumer or something like that. Are you uh, talking about Cecily? Cecily uh, Tyson. Yeah, Cecily Tyson. She had a part on there where she was speaking, and I'll, I'll get the. Uh, I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, you mean when she said that the Secret Service, the only people who could. Yeah, basically uh, the Secret Service, the only people that can go. Uh, I guess they like, get in trouble. If get a in trouble. Man black man get shot, and it was so funny because when she was saying the joke, but before they were panning on the president. Mm-hmm. After that, they never painted back, and I really wanted them to paint it back because I really wanted to see his fucking face, man. Because he would, he should have had the oh, shittiest. Shit. He should have had the shittiest face ever, man. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that's just. I mean, you can have a. That was probably the closest that he's been in contact with anything related to you know right. hearing about black men being killed was probably that correspondence dinner and. Right. And I wish I man, I wish they had another view, dog. And I really wanted to see his face, dog. Because he gotta have a sad ass fucking face and knowing that you're not doing shit about any of this shit that's happening. And it keeps happening. In early March, I'm sorry, early April, it had been 300 people killed by the uh, by the police. Yep. Just at, at beginning of April, that's like shit. 36. That's shit like two a day or some shit. <laughs> I want to. I want to kind of go back to what you were saying earlier about uh, knowing your history because uh-huh. I saw a lot of people on Facebook who were invoking Martin Luther King. Let me tell you, Man. Martin Luther King is one of my favorite historical figures, but people got to know what they're talking about. They they always talking about nonviolence, nonviolence. But one of the reasons that Martin Luther King was able to get into the White House is because he was able to go in there and tell the president, "You either talk to me, or there's five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. There's 500 people outside mm-hmm. who will tear this city apart. Yep. And that forced them to the table. It took violence to back up nonviolence in order to make nonviolence an effective tool, at least right. in America. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and people don't know that. And, you know, I think someone said, I saw some, I don't know if you tell me or not, it was some quote about, you know, if they just did like Rosa Parks and just sat on the seat, you know, you know, things would have got, you know, Things would change or some shit like that. that you know, really, you know I, how I many? It was it, Rosa Parks wasn't even the only one. There right. were many, many of people who who sat on bus seat, bus seat, excuse me, and did move and other you know worse things that you know happened to other people. You know, she became one of the most notable ones, and I'm not taking away from nothing she did. But if it could, if it would have had to get worse, it would have got worse. Right. And some areas it did, you know. But you know, using that as I'm like, you know. 
Whatever. Then I seen another some post saying, you know, you can be non you can go the non violent route or you can go the violent route. And it was a picture of uh uh MLK in his casket and it was a picture of, of uh Malcolm X in his casket. And it's like you're gonna you could die either way. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, you know, pick the one that's gonna you know, go you know, pick something that's gonna you're gonna fight for something and if it gets the violent it gets violent. Fuck CVS is burning. Fuck the you know, check cashing place. I was happy to see that off. <laughs> check cashing places are the worst places in the world. <laughs> Nothing funnels money out of the black community like a check cashing place. Dude, so I was yeah, so happy yeah. to turn on the TV and see it on yeah, fire. Yeah, you're right too, man. You, I mean, people they charge. I remember once upon a time I didn't have a bank account. I used to get. I was getting checked and I would go to this little corner store around a job. And I don't know. I was making maybe. Three, four hundred dollars every two weeks or something. They were taking like eighteen, twenty dollars to cash a fucking check. Like, are you fucking serious? That, and that's the point. I was like, you know, I need to get a bank account. This is crazy. And it's never, it's, and you know, it's not black-owned stores. It's just you know, you got got these Chaldeans that come in. They own these stores and they charge outrageous amounts because people can't do it. The simplest thing is just starting a fucking bank account. Right. Like that's just nuts, dude. Straight and, nuts. And to go back to what Larry said about turning on his TV and seeing a check cashing place on fire. We need to talk about the media portrayal of this shit too. Like that—that's something that we need to talk about too, because that shit's been. Well, man, they had needs to get in Wolf Blitz's ear. Man, and I saw him interviewing uh, D Ray. Yeah, D Ray. you're not on Twitter like that, but D Ray is a very popular Twitter personality who has made a name for himself from being a community activist in mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, he was in Ferguson. Uh well, well I, I think I, he I think I started noticing him. I don't know if he's originated Ferguson, but that's the first one I've seen him. Um, skinny guy, a goatee, and he has a vest on. Okay, um, so you see him. That's probably him. And you know, he has a real stern face. You know, when he talks, it threw me off because he has kind of like a high pitched sound. It just it wasn't what I thought. You know what I'm saying? But Wolf Blitzer, he was Wolf Blitzer was trying to you know throw him off, man. And he was giving it to him, dude. He was giving it to him, you know. I wish I could he was. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure if you uh, just uh, search on yeah, Blister on, be a, uh, be a quick find. yeah, you'll quick find it. But he was really trying to trying to you know get him to. to Wolf say Blister that the, flat out said, "I want to hear you say that they should be peacefully protesting and not being violent." And he was like, "Nah." <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and he, and, he, and he would ask questions like, you know, well, what, you know, do you ever like, well, well, what about the seven people that have been killed, you know, by these cops and last such such, and then what well, was just, but they're burning up stuff, like, right? You, he kept just, trying to take it back to, I, the idea of I just want you to say that these black people who are rioting is wrong, and D Ray would take, without addressing that really, he would take it back to. We need to be talking about what's making these black people riot, not about what's happening right now. And then Wolf Blitz would be like, "Well, what about the rioting, though?" But and then he took it a step farther. It was like, "Well, the president just said that he thinks that they shouldn't be rioting. So, do you agree with the president?" Like he was trying to like actually like put pressure on him to say like, "Well, if if I say that your black your black president says it's a bad thing, well, you gotta agree with that, right?" And like that's your people, that's your nigger, right? right. That's, it's almost like that's what he wanted to say. Right. You know what I'm saying, like, yo, let me just say it. Like, what, 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 what is your response to that? But he wasn't, uh, he wasn't falling for it, man. And then the funny thing about that is that uh, he, Larry, actually showed me like a full clip of like what the president actually said, mm-hmm. and it was the most that he's ever said about this shit ever. 
Like, and they took a small smidgen of it, the part that supported their narrative yep. about the rioting, where he's like, yeah, you know, that rioting shit ain't really a good look. But like, the whole rest <laughs> yeah, of his shit was he like... for about six, seven minutes straight. Yeah, about how... Well, well, well you, you well, can say what he's saying. Yeah, he, he talked for about six or seven minutes straight about how, uh, you know, we America as a whole is not listening or paying attention to people in the ghetto. That they're uh, they're turning they're turning a blind eye to it and they're feigning. He used the word feign. That shocked me. They're feigning concern now. And he said, uh, if you all don't want to pay attention or uh, help do anything to help people in the ghetto, this is just going to keep happening. We're going to keep having a cycle of altercations with police and riots, and it's going to keep happening, and nothing's ever going to change. And uh, he also threw a dig in at uh, uh, the political opposition. He said, I'm trying to do something about it, but policy's there, but, you know, they're not going to do nothing. So there it is. But he talked for a good five, six minutes. But at the beginning, he said, rioting is bad and people shouldn't riot and it's against the law. And all day on the news, they showed the clip over and over of him saying, rioting is bad People shouldn't do it. It's against the law. And of all the stuff that they cut out all said. the other <laughs> stuff that he said. Where he was, and, and I think didn't he at some point kind of make the point like if you're gonna, you can't, you know, determine which parts were which parts that you're gonna be concerned about. Like yes. you said, you can't ignore what's he going on in that. the ghetto, and then only hear when rioting when rioting starts. Like if you're gonna right. ignore the riot I mean if you're gonna ignore what's going what's actually going on is causing this shit, then you can't really get mad when you know, you not really don't have a right to speak when shit pops off, basically. Right. And I was like I was surprised. I was like, wow. I was too see I saw it live. And so I literally I saw him on T V standing next to the Prime Minister of Japan and they were talking about China and I was like, look at him. The day, this the day after and all he's doing is talking about China. I was already upset and angry. <laughs> right, right. And then he went into this rant, and I was like, well, shut me up. <laughs> You're right. I guess I'll go to work now. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, in case Larry thought I wasn't going to say shit. Uh... <laughs> right. Like, this for you, Larry. Right. So, I, m- I remember you, was, uh, you had spoke on uh, stuff on, uh, on some of the stuff on Twitter or maybe Facebook about the, uh, about the mom. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, so so there's a video that's been circulating online where a mom is basically snatching up her kid in the street who was, like, in the midst of... Well, depending on who you talk to, he was in the midst of protesting or rioting, depending on who you talk to. And um, I'm going to read a few of the, uh, a couple of the quotes I saw. Um, one person said... This was this is in the midst of another quote. This is, I mean, this is in the midst of a larger quote, but I'm going to just talk read the part where she talked about the kid. She said, additionally, that video of the, that woman beating her kid in the street is one of the more idiotic things you guys are spreading. And that's saying something for Facebook. These kids are frightened and angry. They were also trapped with absolutely no way to go home. They were provoked and incited. And you're so tra- trapped onto this, yeah, black parents bullshit. You don't see how observed, ab- absurd and misguided it is. And then uh, I saw someone else say... They, uh, okay, so this was like a retweet, and then this person commented after. So somebody somebody else tweeted, shout out to the Baltimore mom that went and snatched her kid up. If you don't understand why, you're missing the entire point. So somebody who I followed, or used to follow, uh, <laughs> retweeted that, and then said, that young man was out there expressing himself, and his whack-ass mom came and embarrassed him in front of the world. Whack as fuck. So whack. If you think what she did was sweet, you're missing the point. Now, 
here's the thing about that shit. I don't like the idea that this kid was out there like about to do something positive. Like they make it sound like he was out here about to like like he was an oppressed child who was like I just need to express how frustrated I am with the police and I just want to protest with my friends and then they're like his mom came and shamed him and like embarrassed him when he just wanted to do right. This nigga had a mask on. Ain't nobody ever been about to do something popular with a ski mask on, dog. Like are you fucking kidding me? And even even if he was, like if he was out there fucking dressed like fucking Farrakhan, had a fucking bow tie on, had his fucking glasses on. If my six, if my son was 16 years old and he was about to roll out into these protests slash riots with the best of intentions, I still would have snatched his ass up because you ain't about to be the next nigga that get killed for no reason. Right. Even if it's a peaceful protest that he's going to, that's planning on happening, who's to say the duration of the protest is going to be peaceful? That shit could fly off the handle at any moment and now you the next motherfucker that's in the back of a police car and all of a sudden you got a severed spine. Fuck that shit. I'm keeping my kid at home. Like, if he wants to protest, and he wants to protest peacefully, maybe we'll both go. So right. I can protect him while we're there. Right, but I'm right. like, how are you going to make it sound like <clears throat> this mom was, like, repressing her child who just wanted to, like, <laughs> express his disgust with the police force in his fucking ski mask and hoodie? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't, I didn't, this dumb bitch ain't even got kids, man. But, like, right. Man. Like, I, I was, I, at one point, I wanted to give it, give give the kid the benefit of the doubt of him protesting out there. So that's one angle. But it's like, you know, as you know, you always hear of, you know, child abuse from black families, stuff like that. So now it's like, you know, we condone child abuse at any rate, even far less than what she did. But now all of a sudden it's praised. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I agree with her getting her child. I don't agree the method of what happened because that if that would have happened in a in a lick at a grocery store and her child was getting beat the fuck in the face for whatever random shit you did, she'd be in fucking jail. But now she's this fucking martyr and it takes away from the whole narrative of everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm pro her taking her child. But she's not no savior uh, in a uh, you know a fucking Baltimore because of that, you know. I don't think he was actually doing anything that was gonna be, you know, uh Consider you know good protesting, but I, he I had just, a mask on and a hoodie. I just don't. I don't. He wasn't about to do shit good. Right. I just don't. I don't. That nigga was about to go get him a PSP, dog. Right. That's I what just, the fuck he I was just about don't to like do. the fact that the praising of her and it's just taken away from everything else. That I guess that was my main thing. You know, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't against her. You know, so I would have stopped my child too. You know, what I'm saying you're not doing this. You know, the way he was doing it, he was. I mean. Like you say, the whole mask and shit on, like, who are you hiding from? You hiding because you about to do some fucked up right, shit. Right, if you about to peacefully protest, you don't need to have a mask and a hoodie on. All yeah, black. But, like, right. come on, dog. Nah, Fuck out of here, nah. man. I, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't like the, 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 the reverence that, you know, that they gave her for that. In any other situation, she would have been in jail for abusing her child or something like that, you know, so, but, you know, it's just been, all these stories been on, you know, she's been on fucking talk shows and shit. And it's just like, y'all still ain't told us why the fuck Freddie Gray is fucking killed. Why his spine was severed. But, you know, you, you're getting this. Did you this. see the, the, what the police said? They said something while we were, like, right before we started recording that uh, I saw somebody retweeted that they, they released a statement saying that they think he severed his own spine. Well, it's just like the one. The one I don't know how that was, works. Uh, it's just like the one. Uh, I, I, it's so many. I'm going to be a martyr. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Somehow, I always hate that when we get to the podcast because I never plan to talk about certain situations. But it's so many that die. It's hard to keep up with all their fucking names. Yeah. But it was one who was fucking handcuffed in the car and he managed to shoot himself. Yeah, I remember that. So it's like you know, is, is that the case? Then you know what I mean. So he said, and then they, I heard, I, I read there's another story. I think that came out while we were uh, recording or or chilling beforehand was that one of the people who rode in the car. Who was one of the inmates who was in the, the the paddy wagon with him, saying that you know it was a peaceful ride, nothing really popped off in the back. So to suggest that nothing happened on the way there, or why they was why he was in police custody or some shit like that. And how many fewer years is he going to get for providing that? Right, he'd be free <laughs> right. if he's not out already. So you know, it's like yeah, now you get these off ass story. That's kind you know the the uh, the cop that had you know. Uh, uh, Darren Wilson had this crazy story a week later of what transpired. Just think if uh, I can't think of name. Uh, if, if there was no video of the cops shooting my man in the back uh, in, in fucking Carolina, Walter Scott. Walter Scott. If there was no video, it would be this whole story of how he reached for a gun and got shot and all that other stuff. They right, already had written the story. Yeah, they, yeah it was already done. Already run with yeah, it was already story. Yeah, so it's like you know, just think of that shit. So now, nah, man, nobody believe that shit. They not they're not forthcoming. They coming out days, week later with these stories that don't even match to cover their asses. The problem is, some people do believe it. Oh, a lot of people believe it. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, people. of people believe it. And, and, and well, the, the police wouldn't lie. And, and then it'd be black people too, like, see? He didn't. He had it coming. If he hadn't been resisting arrest or if he hadn't been whatever, see? Like, I, I, I see that so much. I see that so much. If he didn't resist arrest, he wouldn't get to this point. What? That's our next, that's the next thing I want to talk about. Well, we're there. Fuck it. Go for oh. it. <laughs> was, uh, so, did you see the video of the dude who, who got kidnapped on live TV? Yes. Did you no, see it? No, I didn't see it. Okay, so, it's a guy who, uh, the important thing is, that you know how they put the curfew on for the, yeah. you know, starting, what, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Where they, had, they they can't be out after 10 o'clock. Correct. Uh, there's a, there was a dude walking around along the police lines after 10 o'clock, and you see like a paddy wagon looking tank thing like a Hummer and, and it shit. come up on this it come up on a slow creep from the left side of the frame and the guy starts out facing the, the frame and facing you on the tv and he turns his back and he's walking away and he's like you know just pacing back and forth basically across the front line of the police and the the paddy wagon thing comes along from the left side of the frame very slowly and as it crosses between the guy and the camera you see real quickly a crowd of police come around him, and then the, and then it moves. Then the van just the van never stops. It just keeps moving, and then all of a sudden he's gone. So like, and everybody's like, "Where the fuck is whoever this guy? I, I forget his name." There, and I, I don't even. I think that they said something like that. Some guy tweeted that, uh, that he hired him to be his lawyer and that he's okay. But yeah, his name was Joseph Kent. Yeah, Joseph Kent. So, uh. <laughs> So basically, you, you see the police do the slow creep, and they just like throw this guy in the back of this thing. And it's like they surround him, and these are the cops that has like the uh, the fucking shields on and shit. They fucking surround. It was like a David Copperfield fucking trick. <laughs> it was like they surround. Him. Next thing you know, the fucking Hummer pulled up. Next thing you know, he was Everybody gone. gone. Yeah, wow. and then we didn't hear nothing until like this, like today around nine ten o'clock in the morning that he had some lawyer representative that the lawyer was going to see him and then it was supposed to be some press conference later on that you know the lawyer talked to him and he had a message but I didn't get around to seeing it. But yeah, it's crazy shit like that. It's so, just nuts. 
So I posted a link to the story about the guy getting kidnapped with the video in it and shit this morning. Um, somebody shared that video to their timeline with the, you know, you know, you share a video, you can add a comment or whatever. And he put FTP at the beginning, which I'm assuming stands for fuck the police. So I'm looking at the article and, and you know, when somebody shares your, your article, you get a notification. So-and-so shares your thing. So I looked at it and I see these comments. Of course, it's all white people. Uh, the first guy says, if there was a curfew, then maybe he should have abided by it and he would be home on his couch now instead of people wondering where he is. Tired of people trying to make it us against them. I have no issues with the cops, but I also don't break the law. Pretty simple concept, really. Don't carry weapons. Don't deal drugs. Don't rob and kill people. Kill people. Pretty easy rules to understand. And if the governor declares a state of emergency and puts a curfew in place, then it's also law. Break it. Go to jail. Duh. And then someone else goes, couldn't have said it better myself. This BS is getting old. I believe it said best in the movie Liar Liar. Stop breaking the law, asshole. So, <laughs> the, again, the, 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 the lack of, the lack of just knowledge as a whole. Like, they're so misguided, but so loud and so wrong at the same time. Like, I can't, I can't stand loud and wrong. Like, I feel like you have to be one or the other. If you're going to be loud, you better know what the fuck you're talking about. And if you're going to be wrong, you better sit the fuck down and not say shit. But don't be pounding away at your keyboard with some wrong-ass shit, man. And it's like... It's always a, pounding wrong shit. Always pounding wrong inside. shit. Nobody ever, like, pounds correct shit. Like, well, I have a friend who is the queen of that, so... Man. So... So the thing with that, man, it's like... <laughs> I don't like the idea of like, hey, if you just hadn't broke the law, you'd be straight. For one, I think we all know that that it's not like that's Baltimore law and to not be out after 10 o'clock. Right. They made that shit for a specific reason, for shit like this, so they could have an excuse to do this type of shit. Like, so they could say like, well, he was out after curfew, so, and honestly, I think getting kidnapped by the police is like... The least of what I thought was going to happen as a consequence of the curfew. Right. I thought the conse- consequence of the curfew was going to be so the police could turn up on their violence. Right. And in their response. Especially since they had the National Guard out. Right. I mean, isn't that shit like martial law, though? Like, sort of, like yeah. if, I mean, you're, you're interested in a curfew for people. Like, I mean, that shit just don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's legal in the, in anymore. Like, you know, they just do what the fuck they want to do. The fact you had National Guard there, like. And you could tell it's just there. This is just them. This is just what they've been wanting to say the whole time is that it's in one way or another. These black guys broke the law. If they hadn't broke the law, they'd still be alive. And like you said earlier, whatever they've done, if they've done these things, none of these things are death sentences. And like Larry said, the police don't have that right to hand out death sentences for stealing cigarettes or whatever the fuck, whatever, whatever these people have been doing. So, like, th- that, I feel like this was just their best opportunity to get out what they really wanted to say, which was, like, if these black guys weren't such thugs, and I, I have quotes of that, too, where they're called thugs and animals and monkeys and shit like that. Some of them by the mayor. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. And then she tried to go back on them fucking comments afterwards. Fuck her. That's when I asked, actually, when I asked what race he was is when I saw that. She said something about thugs, and I was like, what race is the mayor? I didn't even know if it was a man or a woman. I was like, what race is the mayor? Calling them thugs? Black woman. Yeah. But yeah, that's just their excuse to to 
hop on their whole thing where like basically the idea is that these black guys had it coming. If they if they were just law abiding citizens like me, they'd be straight. As if that's what the problem is. Is that we're it's because we're so unruly that they're killing us. That's what it is. Like no, that's not what it is. You can stop pounding away at your keyboard like that's what it really is when it's not. And if you don't know what it really is, then you need to log off. And uh, what you said about the, um, uh, what did you say a second ago? About the, uh, oh yeah, the the thug shit. Did you see the video of the one woman who was uh, interviewing the Baltimore councilman? And she was saying, uh, she said something about thugs and he was like, why don't you just call them niggers? Just say what you want to say. Just call them niggers. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I've been at work too long these last two days. <laughs> Y'all saw a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, well, it's from it's from being on Twitter. Like, you just look at Twitter and you, all that shit gets retweeted over and over and over. So, when you... blocked my job. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, if you can hop on Twitter, then you'll see that. Like, I, I saw that clip. I was like, man. And especially because the woman that he did that to... I didn't care for her coverage because I posted that on Facebook too. I didn't care for her coverage that night, the Monday night, because after you texted me about what Obama, what Obama was saying, I, t- I probably had CNN on for the rest of the night. And whenever it went to her her coverage, like I think after Obama it was like Wolf Blitzer's coverage, and then like I think it was it Aaron Burnett. Yes, because Aaron Burnett is it was Aaron Burnett. Racist. Yes, it was her. And I was watching this, and I was like, she never said anything that was like entirely offensive to me but she just gave off that vibe where you know she really really wanted to and was just really working hard to find a way to not say uh these thugs need to stop rioting and i'm so sick of these like you could tell she like boiling in her soul she wanted to be like these niggas need to stop sly commentary yeah i didn't care for her commentary at all that night so to see her get that See her get that dude saying, just call them niggers. Just, just, just say niggers then. And I was like, oh shit. And it yeah. wasn't edited enough. I mean, how could you edit it? You nah, know, he, he was live to say that shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I said Aaron Burnett was extremely racist. I mean, she seemed to me to be extremely racist. I don't want y'all to get sued for libel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Fuck that bitch. Like, right, yeah. I, I, watched it, I was watching this morning and they were, uh, I forget, it had, I think it was CNN. And they were interviewing, it was a church. It was a church full of, uh, uh, they were waiting on someone was finna come and speak, and there was a group of uh, of a uh, sorority, and you know their sorority guard. It's like you know jackets and you know their hats. They were like dark, like royal blue. Yeah. And so the girl was like, and I can't think of her name. I'm pissed now. And he was like, you know, so you 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 got the people there, you got the gangs there, and she was talking about the sorority group. I had no idea that they was a fucking sorority, and she's calling them gangs, and the person didn't even correct them. You know what I mean? So it's like. You get those images in the media and those words, and automatically they think it's a church full of. Why? How the hell is it gonna be a church full of gay just sitting there just chilling? You know what I mean? So you know, no one correct, no one corrected it, and so now you know, instead of you know a sorority coming there to support, you were saying it's a fucking gang there with their gang attire and shit because you're so fucking ignorant. You don't know the fact that you know what what is what. You know what I mean? So right. yeah, it's just the media is. You know, CNN has turned into Fox now, and it's just like there. I mean, you can't. You can see it. You can read a story, and if you didn't see a, a tag of CNN and Fox, you don't know what the fuck is which one. Right. It's you know another thing they didn't correct. They were reporting all night that there was a, on the other side of the city from all the rioting, there was a senior center that went up in flames. They said, "Oh, look at them! They burned down the senior center, and it took them years to build and millions of dollars." And then 
I read, I just happened to read this as a blurb at the bottom of an article later that the fire department came out and said, oh, no, that was unrelated. It just happened to catch on fire the same day. Yeah, but now, that on TV. Now, now the niggas burnt that up. Yep. And, and, no, and they're not going to correct that and shit. So now we done, we done burnt up a CVS. We done burnt up a senior home. <laughs> we burned up the whole fucking city. And that shit wasn't even related. But they're not going to correct that shit. Man, that's, that's, it, it, it just sucks, man. It's just disappointing, man. I just, I just feel for the citizens there that, you know, have to go through that. I just couldn't imagine, you know, I, you know, I just think about, you know, the 67 riots here and just wondering, like, what were the people thinking and shit, you know, like, and it's like, it wasn't like it was, you know, you know, the media wasn't what it is now. So, you know, you wasn't getting, you know, the news that fast about what's going on. So, you know, stuff was happening probably for days without people really knowing and people hearing about it or, you know, things of that nature. I just, I couldn't even imagine how it was here then. Right. Couldn't even imagine. You can still drive down 12th Street and see, uh, see all the burned out buildings or where the, or where they used to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy. Crazy as fuck. Oh, man. I've just been so frustrated looking at some of these comments, man. Like, I got this one where she said, "Animal, animals. That's what they are. They all need to be locked up. They like act, acting like animals. Then they need to be locked up like animals." And it says, "Stood ass people." I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what that meant. What that was meant to be. Stood like stood up. Stood yeah, ass people. I don't. Animals that stood as people. Maybe. You know, animals are on four legs, but they're saying. No, animals. she put. They acting like. Like animals, and they need to be locked up like animals. Period. Oh, stupid! They might mean stupid. Autocorrect. Yeah. Or just general ignorance. It wasn't probably a good comment. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It is. Whatever. Say, it is. Right. <laughs> her previous two sentences didn't suggest that her third sentence would be a gem. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't saying praise, praise Negroes. So. Right. Yeah. Another one. I'm sick of these lawless thugs using any excuse to riot, loot, and steal in the name of equality. Like right there. Like, hold on, hold on. Could you repeat that? Yes, I will gladly repeat that. I'm sick of these lawless thugs using any excuse to riot, loot, and steal in the name of equality. Like the police who busted in my man's door in uh, Los Angeles, that rich dude, and proclaimed his whole house for drug losses, and basically just took his house and shot and killed him. Police do that, and they do it to white people too. They don't just do it to us. But, uh, you know, police are kind of out of control right now. They, they're, they're out of fucking control. They're, they're totally out of control. I just like to hand you the award for understatement of 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out of control right now. And I, honestly, I don't even know if it's right now. It's been like this. Right. Just, exactly. The people have camera phones and they're recording the stuff that has been going on all along. You know, my dad was a was a cop and he knew uh, those dudes who beat Malice Green. Mm-hmm. He knew them and he would. He told me when I was a kid, "Oh, they did that all the time." But that just happened to be I, known. Yeah, I used and, to hear. I used to hear about it. They was, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Nevers and Butson. Yep. I think. Yeah, and they. Yeah, I used to hear stories about them yeah. all the fucking time, all the time, especially right when it happened. Because where I used to live at, you know, it's a lot of you know drug dealers and drugs all around. So you know they would come through there and stuff. You know, and the guys would just get the fuck out the way because right. I already knew that they was. You know, coming beating the shit out of folks and you know stuff like that. So they were known for that shit. They just happened to get caught, right. you know. And I and I, I will say I, I thought that you know I look during that time I never really paid attention as far as you know uh, how it was handled and things like that. But I, 
I think I don't know if it was the anniversary of that or one of the last year or so. But I was looking back at like in the footage and they were immediately suspended without pay. Everybody that was involved. There was like six cops or whatever. And then I felt, you know, I felt that they did the most that they could have did to, you know, to handle that situation versus all the shit we see now. Right. Now, they're suspended with pay. The shit goes on forever. And a lot of times, they don't, you know, they're, they're found not guilty and things of that nature. But even back then, you know, and I think that's one of the moments I've had respect for Kim, Kim Worthy is that, you know, they dealt with that swiftly then. Yep. You know what I mean? And... You know, but now that shit doesn't happen. You know, they drag it out so they can have time to come up with a narrative to feed the to feed what the media already wants to put out there anyway. And that's what that's what's so irritating about is the lack of transparency. And it makes it insults our intelligence because, like, if if these cops had legitimate reasons to do whatever it is that they do, why would you even need a week or two to come up with what what happened? If they were legitimately in the right, you just say, "Hey, this is what happened. Here it is." But to take weeks to come up with a story that's completely ridiculous is insulting to our intelligence. And it's yeah. not transparent. It's like, it shows that you have something to hide. Like, people are just going to forget. So you bring up the story. I think they know, do that, too. Like, it helps that we'll calm down and shit. And we won't remember the details of what, you know, happened or what, you know, people talked about then. And then, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely purposeful. You know, the funny thing about that is that it actually was working. Because, like, if you go back to, say, back to Trayvon Martin, for instance... It, it, we had that time on Twitter where it was like we were mad about Trayvon, mad as fuck about Trayvon for a smooth week or two, and then you know, love and hip hop started back up, and then everybody stopped talking about Trayvon Martin. So it was like the idea of like dragging this shit out actually does help dissipate the anger because it's like we we're not going to be staying angry for a month, but they fucking it up by killing somebody new <laughs> the next week. It was right, like, right, okay, right, like right. y'all. Y'all plan to like making us like calm down. It's not working. You got to tell y'all gonna y'all white people need to have y'all white meeting and say, hey, we gotta stop killing people until they forget that we killing people. Like, and I think that's, I think that's the reason for you know their short term reason for like you know curfews is that people want to calm down and they're not going to be as wild or crazy or something to them or whatever the next day or you know it's gonna you know but. You know, we like fuck it. I get some sleep. Let's do it again. You right, right. Uh, I, like we're not, we're not gonna calm down now because now it's just building up. It's happening every week at this point. So it's like you can do whatever you want to calm us down. We're just gonna wake up and still be mad about it the next day. And if we aren't, you're gonna kill somebody new to remind us. Right. So it's not even gonna work anyway. I remember. I think it was somebody you had posted something on Instagram, and um, uh, one of your homeboys was like, "What do you, what do you think the police can do?" That uh, you know, help the situation. Yeah, he said, like, "What would you do if to to stop the rioting?" Yeah, I mean, like you need to indict the fucking cop to kill them. You know, admit right. you're wrong. Right. It's at, at the very, I'm sorry, I cut no, you no, 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 no. At ahead. the very least, put them to trial. Yeah, and even if they go into trial, even if it's a, a show trial, I really don't want or advocate for show trials. But even if it's a show trial and they let them off, at least put them in front of a judge. Yeah, they don't do none of that. You know, it's like you know, I think if if and this is totally uh, hypothetical and probably unrealistic. But if they were to come out right after that and like, hey, you know, these cops are wrong. They're being investigated, all this stuff. You would have nearly half the shit. Like, you go through all this. You call the National Guards. You have all of this excessive police go- policing going on. And all you had to do was, you know, point out what was wrong and had that handled. Instead, you incite the whole city is being fucked up because you're covering up because of these, you know, however many police officers 
who were involved in, you know, saying, for instance, Freddie Gray's case, you know, so it's like it, it's no reason for uh, to have some suspect or person in custody that's that hasn't done anything uh, life threatening to you or anyone to come out with a severed fucking spine and die. Right. There's, you know, there's nothing that that happened, you know, and I recall it was a, probably about a month ago, you know, when they had the uh, the dude who did the carjacking. Uh, and they beat him up in front of the house, and it was taped. Uh, I think it was, was the Highland Park, or uh, I can't think. But it was a guy he carjacked a woman and her her grandson or something. So when the police caught him. They was you know they roughed him up like a motherfucker. Ooh, I remember that. Yeah, I mean it was people that had the nerve, like you know you need to send those. I'm like, dude, you just know what he just did. I don't give a fuck. They're going to kick the shit out of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like you know people's like this should be fair all around. I get that, but. For that case, fuck that. That dude carjacked a grandma and fucking gun, uh, you know, with a gun, and a kid was in the car. Fuck him. You know right. what I'm saying? That's one of those cases where I say, you know what? That, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the shit he did. You know what I'm saying? But you got all these people that, you know, doing shit that's not even um, worthy of, you know, the beatings and the killings. There's no reason if, for some non-vital offender or something that was, you know, didn't... Um, Involve a, a a cop being threatened or anything like that for you to kill that guy. It's just like you say that's that's not the job of police. That question that was asked about what I would do if they were rioting was in, what I would do to handle the rioting was in response to me posting uh, a picture of when they announced that they were going to start the curfews, and I said good luck with uh, what did I say good luck with thinking you can fix this by giving an oppressed and fed up minority a bedtime. Oh right right. And right, then right. Uh, he asked, "What did you? What would you?" Uh, if you were the police, what would you do to counter the rioting? And I said, well, first, if I was the police, there wouldn't be rioting in the first place because I wouldn't be out here killing black men with impunity. But for the sake of discussion, if someone on my force did it and I was in charge of solving the situation, I start by apologizing for the actions of one person and plead to not hold the actions of one against the many. I propose and do a thorough and transparent investigation. There will be a public admission of wrongdoing and heads will roll as a consequence. The responsible parties will be charged and I launch a thorough investigation into my force. But I'm not a soulless person with hate in my heart, so instead the people are getting an early bedtime. Now they have an excuse to do what they want to do, what they wanted to do yesterday, use force. So now the media and the new blacks can say, shouldn't have been out after curfew, like the revolution is a preteen child. And then ironically, right after that, the white people are like, shouldn't have been out after curfew. (laughs) That's fucking sad, dude. I... Like, it's so bad that you can predict exactly what's going to happen. Yep. Like, yeah, they're going to give a curfew. Time. They're going to use that as an excuse to do some shit. And then the people are going to be like, shouldn't have been out after curfew. Like, okay, well, thanks for that. And then um, I also want to talk about, have you noticed how the, uh, how we, you know how we were saying earlier with the rioting, how they'll say, uh, you know, about how bad rioting is and how it's not proving any points, but they're not talking about, they're ignoring the narrative of what's causing the rioting, all the police shit. And I was like, and then there's also, to add to that, the way that they handle black people rioting versus white people rioting. Like, if you notice, like, the way that, you know, they handle the, how they kind of just glaze over when all the white kids at Penn State or Kentucky or whatever, you know, pumpkin start rioting. The Pumpkin Festival. Pumpkin festival right. When they start rioting or, you know, over their basketball team winning or losing. It doesn't even matter. They could be winning and they'll still riot. 
And that's completely glazed over. But now when black people are rioting because their children are getting killed, it's like, bad niggers, bad niggers. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo people out here rioting without even a good fucking reason. Like, how are you rioting because you won? Like, <laughs> like y'all can riot because you won, but we can't riot because the people who are supposed to be protecting us are killing us. But we in the wrong for that. But y'all can flip over shit and burn it up because you're happy. What? <laughs> Like do you hear, like do you people even realize how fucking dumb you are? And what really saddens me is how much hate I have in my heart right now for people. And that's bad because generally I'm comfortable with my hate for people. Like I'm I'm cool with it. Like I hate a whole lot of people. Like I hate large groups of people. I hate all different types of people. I'm an equal opportunity hater. I hate everybody. But like the hate that I have for like white people right now is it, it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like and it's sad because they don't give a fuck about us. We 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 pieces of shit. And I'm actually sitting here feeling bad about how how much I hate white people right now. How angry I am for shit that they are legitimately doing. And I'm sitting here like you know I know a ton of white people who are great fucking people. I know that obviously not every white person is a piece of shit. But man, like I be walking around like in the streets and and, and at work, and I just be looking like the dumbest shit. Like if I like. Hold a door open for a white person. They just walk through without saying thank you. I'm like, you racist motherfucking cocksucker. <laughs> like, you, like, you probably walked through that door and said, thanks, nigger, in your head and didn't even give a fuck. Like, I think everything is racist now. And it's so different from how I used to feel, like, back in, like, before Obama got elected president. I would be the main one saying shit like, black people need to stop making excuses for... For their failures in life, how you like, I can't get a job because of the man. Like, no, the man ain't stopping you from getting a job. It's the fact that you went to your job interview in your Kangol and Fubu jersey. Like, that might be why you didn't get the job. Like, that could be it, Demario. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Demario. Like, for the record, if my name was Demario, I'd put something else on my job application at this point. Like, I'd just be like, yeah, you know, I, like I'd hope that I have like a regular ass middle name and just be like, yeah, I'm a. Like, I'm glad that my name is Michael. I can be like, yeah, Michael, nigga, look at that. Oh, it could be anybody. But if your name is LaQuisha, man, like, I wouldn't hire, I wouldn't even read LaQuisha's resume, man. i throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to hire this bitch, man. She can come up in here and fucking drop her weed in the fries and shit. Here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just be so mad about, like, I don't know. I, I feel bad about how mad I, like, how much hate I have in my heart because I feel like it's, like, it's unfair. Like, I feel like most of my hate is fair. Like, I, don't, I hate stupid people. That's fair because they're dumb. I hate, like, bad drivers. That's fair because they suck at driving. Like, I hate, like, most people that I hate, I feel like I have a good reason. And I do feel like I have a good reason for hating the specific shit that's happening and hating the specific people involved. But, like, the fact that it's, like, it's so rampant right now and I see, like, Facebook statuses and comments with so many white people and YouTube comments and internet forum comments and like there's just I've seen hundreds of like white people who are just like just not they're not even trying to hide how racist they are anymore and like I legitimately have a reason to hate them but the fact that it's like spread into like it all white people at this point like I feel like I really just like don't fuck with white people like I, like I was saying before we started recording like if I don't actually know you and know that you a cool person, I'm basically just gonna assume you racist because like it's kind of, it feels like that's kind of how the numbers are are moving right now. Like it's not like 
I don't feel like I'm exaggerating to assume that white people, like every white person that I don't know is racist. <laughs> like, that sounds ridiculous, but I don't feel like it, the numbers could be that far off. <laughs> like, like, like 100% of the white people that I don't know are racist. Like, no, 100% of the white people that I don't know, they're not racist. But a smooth 85% might be. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, I feel like that could really be how it is. And it's crazy that it's gone from, like, how I felt back then to where I was, like, you know, telling black people, like, we need to, we we got to do better. Like, it's not white people holding us back. And then when Obama got elected, thinking, like, yeah, we we getting somewhere, man. Yeah, we, yeah, we got a black president. Like, this racism shit, like, this shit might be dying off. Man, that shit, that shit Should brought that shit up. up like fucking, like, lava in a volcano that's about to erupt. Like, I feel like that's what it was. It was, like, that the white people was just holding it in all this time. Because, like... You had the time where it was, you know, obviously cool to be racist and shit. Right. And then black people started getting rights and it became, you know, it wasn't a good look to be racist anymore. Like, you can't be outwardly racist and then people are going to wag their finger at you. So they were just like, let's just hold it in. Let's just hold in all these hate, all this hate we got for black people. And then Obama got elected president and they were like, see, this is what we get for not letting these niggas know how much we hate them. Now we got a nigger in the fucking White House because we were quiet. <laughs> And I feel like that's what it was, man, because as soon as he got elected president, the white people came out the woodworks with their racist shit, man. And it's got, the since 2008, man, that shit has gotten worse and worse and worse. And I think that's really what it was, man. And now it's gotten to a point where I went from being somebody who was like, black people need to quit playing a race card all the time. To like I said, if I hold up at the door and a white person walk through and don't say thank you, I'm like, you racist cunt. Like, like I think everything is racist now. And I don't like that, man. But at the same time. It's racist, dog. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't don't necessarily think, at least me personally, I don't necessarily think that everything is racist. Uh, I understand uh, it's an exaggeration. Yeah, I know. I I I can't help how I feel at this point. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. But it's just like, this, the society itself is just structured in in a racist way, basically. And if, if people don't do anything to help out or to try and change it, even if even if you're not racist, basically racist stuff is going to continue on because that's just that's just the way that the, the society is built. And a lot of times, uh, I think I don't necessarily think a lot of white people are racist, but a lot of times they're completely ignorant of that, and they don't have to. They don't even have to see the effects of it. Right. So you know when. When, when things like this happen, because they can't see it, they just say, well, it must just be the, the pathology of, of the black people. And, you know, that's just something that I don't know how to fix that, to be honest with, to be honest with you. Me either. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. But I don't necessarily think that, you know, everybody has animus towards black people in their heart. Definitely, there are a lot of people that do, and I agree with you that a lot of them that, came out of the woodwork when Obama got elected. I think it's a mixture but, of like what you said and what I said. Like, I, I right. think what you said is absolutely the case, and it's absolutely true. And I think that what I said is also obviously true. exaggerated, but also true. Like, yeah. I feel like there's like there's far more people that just naturally have animosity toward black people in their heart than we previously thought that there were. And then there's also the people like that you were talking about. So I think it's it's a it's a interesting mix. I don't know how we solve the scenario that that you said either. I know one thing though is like 
I don't know. It's kind of hard to like because if you're if you're ignorant, when I when I say ignorant, I mean it in the the truest sense of the word. Like you right. just don't know. You just don't know. If you don't know that you don't know, right. so you can't really say like if you're ignorant, just don't say shit. Like if you don't know what's going on in the hood, just be quiet. But they don't know that that's why you know that they're ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't know. Like hey, I'm ignorant of what's going on in the hood, so I shouldn't say shit. Like they just they don't know that, so they just say shit and. Yeah, it sounds terrible. You, right? How do you fix that? <laughs> it sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't know how you fix that, and you can't educate everybody. But it, it, it's also kind of like, at the same time, you don't have to live in it to know it exists. Right. And like, because there's a whole lot of shit that I don't know about, but I'm still aware of it. Right. Like, so I almost kind of feel like that's not even really an excuse. Like, you could be trapped off in your own little world, and yeah, for a large, you know. For the most part, yeah, you probably won't know what it's really like, but it's not like there's no evidence of this anywhere. Like, you right. don't have to actually be have to drive through the hood to know that the hood exists, or you don't have to actually, you know, observe a black guy getting beaten by the police for no reason to know that it happens. It was like like that Dave Chappelle thing where he's like, white people just finding out that race is like, oh, open up the paper, oh, they're beating up Negroes like hotcakes. Like, that joke that he did, like, yeah. it's... It, like, you don't have to, you know, get a newspaper article to discover this either. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like, it's, it's part of me is just, like, really, really getting pushed to the edge of just, like, intolerance. Like, like I don't really feel like y'all got an excuse anymore at this point. Especially when this shit keeps happening. Like, if these were random occurrences, then maybe you could be like, well, maybe it's, this is just, like, black people just being wild and wild just because that's just what niggas do. If you're like a white person who's like, you know, not, you know, blissfully unaware. But like, this shit's happening way too much at this I mean, point. shit, at this point, you know, we had a damn near 300 some people just in the first quarter of the year. You right. know what I mean? It's going to be over a thousand at the end of the year. And it, I, I just I just hope that, you know, things like this, you would hope that it'd be changed in our lifetime. But it just don't seem like, you know, we're going to ever see... The point of that shit really being changed, like we really go. It's almost also real, you know. Our future, our 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 future, you know, seeds are will maybe be able to our seed seeds, right? Seeds. seeds. (laughs) It seems to me like it's gotten worse in our lifetimes. I feel like it's reversing course. It's not even getting better. Exactly. And the and the worst part about it is like you know, uh. Not not to change the subject, but a lot of a lot of money and wealth is flowing up out of the from the bottom to the top in general. Mm-hmm. And as when poor white people and other races in general start losing their wealth, and we have to all compete for resources, right? That's going to start making things worse too. I agree. You I know totally what I'm agree. saying? I, I totally agree with that. And it, it, it ain't totally. I'm sorry. It, it makes sense. It, it it applies. It definitely applies. I don't know, man. I, I I just don't have too much faith in humanity right now. Uh, you just you would just think that you know, uh, you know, segregation was just fucking fifty years ago. Right. It was and, a historical blink of an eye. Yeah, and then now you know it's it's so much racial tension. You know, and you thought that we've overcome so much of that shit, but you know it's I don't know. It seems to be. We've backtracked fifty years, damn near. I think we just we're just missing the the, the whites only water fountains and <laughs> you know shit like that. But you know, police are doing the same or worse. 
now and it's with no fucking you know no cost or you know no penalty or you know any of that so it's like <clears throat> if there's no penalty you know why why would they stop you know it's like they they want to demand you know uh body cameras and stuff but you know you had the instances where the body camera wasn't on or wasn't working like if there's no super consequence to not having a body camera on, what's mm-hmm. going to keep a, a a cop from turning it off or something magically happening and stuff like that? Right. If if it if it's not a felony for your body camera not to be working, <laughs> there's no reason to have it then because if it's not working, what's the penalty? Right. You know what I mean? It's like having a kid doing chores. If you can't if you can't if if there's no penalty for your kid not doing it sure. Why the fuck is he going to do it then? He right. never do it because he want to. You know I what like, I mean? I feel like the police would be like, it'd almost be like a sitcom where they're like, you just killed a black man and we don't know what happened. Why wasn't your body camera on? And he goes, it stopped working. And then like looks in the camera and smiles like winks. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right. It then, didn't work. And then the camera starts zooming closer. <laughs> closer and, and he, he just, looks and smiles like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and it just, you know... It probably just end up like it does when they, when they kill people and they say, you know, he got a gun or stop resisting. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. Every that, every encounter would start with the police leading chest first into somebody and all of a sudden the body camera will fall off or something. Yep. And that, report, and that report is already written and, you know what I'm saying, that, it, yeah. So, um, I guess we can wrap up this portion of the, of the show. We've, uh... Ran exceedingly late. I think this will be one of our, probably, if not our longest podcast, one of the longest. I know we've gone like two and a half hours before, but um, we were discussing before we started kind of in it. It was so funny talking about it last week that we were discussing having like a misconnections uh, portion every. I already looked some up. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were discussing having a misconnections portion last Are week. Are you familiar with misconnections? I'm not. Okay. It's like a Craigslist, Craigslist thing where um, people will. Basically, it's almost like throwing a message out into the air like, hey, I saw you on the bus yesterday and we made eye contact. You had on a red sweater. If you get this, give me some pussy. Like, like, <laughs> like it's kind of like that. And we read some on the air with Kari and stuff, and it was, like, incredibly funny, some of the shit we read. Like, it was some guy that said something like... You had a giant breast or something like that, or <laughs> there's yeah. something weird. I, I, yeah, I he read it wrong at yeah, first, but yeah. it was still funny. Like <laughs> it was the funny. So I was thinking, like every week, we should probably like end the show, especially since we need something funny right now. Right. Like end the show by reading like a couple of random ass misconnections from Craigslist. For sure. So um, I pulled up. Well, I didn't pull up, but I I, just, I pulled up like a column. So I'm just gonna like click on ones that have funny subjects and see if they're funny. Um. I, I opened up all the men for women ones because I figured those would be the funniest because men are the creepiest. Yeah, ever. creepiest. Fun. So yeah, <laughs> like I that was one of the things about it. Like, can you see a woman doing that shit? Like, hey, I saw you, sexy pectoral guy at the gym, and uh, I really thought that your your bowls looked awesome. Like, I hope you see this. If so, you know, I don't know. Message me, give me your no, card. Because between the time that she that actually happened and the time that she. Sent the message. Some uh, dude Someone. would already hit on her. Right, 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 right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sexy guy, I saw you at the gym. I was going to talk to you, but another guy came along and fucked me. <laughs> so, so, so we're good. I just disregard right. that. So, yeah. So, I opened up Men for Women because why not? Uh, this one is the <laughs> this one subject, beautiful blonde getting the mail. Beautiful <laughs> 
I envisioned her being like, uh, what's the name for Friday? What was the 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 milk from Friday? There was water Ms. in the grass. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Yeah, like like he just saw like Miss Parker getting the mail and shit. Uh, hoping you see this. You're the beautiful blonde wearing a black shirt and blue jeans. You are getting the mail at work across the street from my work. I noticed you and could only nod hello and you waved. I wish I could have talked to you. I looked, but it was hard to see from across the street if you had a wedding ring. If you want to talk, please get at me. I love to meet for a drink and talk some. Hope you see this. Why didn't he just go into the other building across the street? This was what <laughs> this was our question because we feel like guys have passed up perfectly. There'll be ones with like we had a great conversation at the Starbucks. Hope you see this. Like you are already talking it's to like her. The, it's like the most passive way of of ever. Like you had interaction, you were that close, and you came to Craigslist. Right, so you you gave up like a perfectly great opportunity, and to replace it with a point oh 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 three percent chance that she might see this when you actually were sitting down talking with her. How many women actually browse this section too? Exactly. Uh, How many people? Like three people. Period. Right. Uh, South Southfield Freeway Black Ford Fusion. Blonde hair. You were in the fast lane. I was slowing up. <laughs> we we continued looking at each other. Looked like you had a child in the back seat. Do you remember what I was driving? That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I hope she sees it and goes, yes, Camaro. I was going fast for a reason. <laughs> uh Ooh, this sounds good. Girl in government class. <laughs> That's even worse now because you're already in the same fucking class. Right. Don't, be, don't be three times a week. <laughs> I was grading your paper. <laughs> I thought you looked amazing. <laughs> Girl in government class. And this is OCCHL. Highland Lakes, Oakland Community College. Right. You were walking towards me outside after the final exam and started talking about how easy it was. I made a comment about the last question and being a jerk ended the conversation by saying, have a nice day. That's it. But he's in a class with her. Yes. They've had 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 interaction. That's not a jerk thing to say, though. Right. Uh, Alicia, I hope you are okay. I saw you in the ER and you were dying. But you look mad sexy, Ma. <laughs> I, I saw you leak, I saw you leaking out your side. I hope everything is well. The take, way that blood was soaking up on your shirt, the take, nipples was looking nice. Take care. I saw your nipple print in your blood soaked shirt. <laughs> we used to see each other while you were going through a lot of bad stuff in your life. This somebody he used to date? Mm. What? Our best moments were ones that we could spend just talking about life. We hung out quite often at your parents' house while they were out. Your baby daughter is beautiful, just like her mommy. We were always lucky at the casino, too. You don't have to write me if you aren't able or ready, but I will always want you in my life. How does he know, G. How does he know she has a daughter? I mean, they if hung out at baby. his parents' house. See, that's stupid. He knows so much. Like, y'all been together. You've been in her fucking house. You know her kid. Right. What the Why fuck? would you come here? I, I don't know if you feel like the fact that they're putting it in the universe, universe that that's just their way of feeling better that they've tried. No, right. nigga, you didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking retarded. 
So fucking retarded. Target and Commerce, Haggerty Road. To the girl in the plaid shirt, I just want... <laughs> All the way to... <laughs> like at this Target, there was one girl in a plaid shirt. Ever. That's like so vague. To the girl in the plaid shirt, I just wanted to say you have a pretty smile. I saw you in the frozen food section. You really made my day. <laughs> Your day was made watching her grab frozen peas. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, let's see. What else sounds funny? Uh, Ooh, this sounds good. I just want to lie naked next to you. Okay, well, he put his attentions out there. He put his age, 33. Mm, Shit, I might have wrote this. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? No. (laughs) And he did a creepy look. (laughs) That's what I did. Like a look look into the camera. Or am I? (laughs) We were having a great email conversation about laying next to each other naked. And it had been so long for me. So wait, we said it, they, they were having an email conversation. Yes. So he knows her email. Yes. So he, he got on, he got online, and instead of emailing her, he wrote. Okay, continue. Okay, yes. just make sure I heard that right. Okay, yes. Continue. He opened up his computer, closed out his email, and opened up Craigslist. Fuck, dude. But your emails began to bounce back. It's undeliverable. <laughs> okay, and this is the reason. God damn. Please get in touch with me. I really want to figure this out. I figured it out, bro. <laughs> she ain't trying to fuck with you, nigga. Right. <laughs> I figured it out. Oh, uh, God. That's terrible. Ooh, Mexican girl, red shirt and pants in AutoZone. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me either. <laughs> I want to change your oil. Hi, I talked to you today at AutoZone about JB Weld and wanted to ask you out on a date. So, so why didn't you? You're already talking about uh, whatever. I think you're very pretty and was nervous to ask you there at the store. I was the guy behind you wearing a Michigan sweater. Well, we can rule out Larry being this guy. (laughs) You are very attractive and sound very nice. Please get back to me if you are single. I hope you are. With an exclamation point. Thanks. J.B. Well is such an odd, like, they were talking about glue. It's just bonding. It's like fucking glue. It's, it, they, it's these two glues they you put together and it makes like the super like for like metal and shit under your car and mufflers and shit. Wow, glue takes all people to make the world go round. I could looking for court. You sent me your you sent me your new number. Wait, oh okay. So so he has the number. That's the, that's according to the subject. Yes. Looking for court. You sent me your new number. That's the subject. Uh, oh, he put his he put his stats. Age twenty two. Body average. Height five six. I'm looking for Courtney. You. <laughs> Ooh, buddy, <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> I'm looking for Courtney. You've used your strap-on on me. Ooh. <laughs> My strap-on. And we so he has one for some reason. Okay, cool. All and right. we played several times with your ex. You sent me your new number and I forgot to save it when I broke my phone. Then I got a new one and a new number. Email me and confirm it's you with your number, please. So wait, she used they use his strap and her strap? Yeah. She and has a strap with her on. ex. And with her ex. <sighs> All right, man. Fire one more. So, let's do so, one more. So we won't go three hours. Uh, let's see. 
Ooh, this oh this has a this one has a pick. Detroit Tigers game. Okay, um, so he posted a picture of him and Cookie Monster. <laughs> and it says, "Thank you for the ticks to the game yesterday in front of the stadium. Very cool." Okay, that's not a good. One. Let me find one more. Um, uh, the cat ate the canary. Uh, that almost looks like he wrote a poem. Fuck that. Uh, so much energy. Just put, just put in the wrong places, dude. Uh, let's see. Superior Fish Co.? You had sandy blonde hair wearing red sweats. I was there for work. I think you <laughs> I think you bought smelt and whitefish. <laughs> I bought the seafood salad. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the price of lobster on the way to our cars. You said you had at one time lived in Boston. I would like to get to know you. Ooh, this sounds. This has to be good. We, okay, we got to do one more. Young man in a wheelchair Ooh. at Dearborn Kroger. <laughs> I was there this afternoon and shopping for a few things for dinner. I would like to ask you a question if you see this. I didn't have the opportunity to communicate in the store. Oh, that's whack. I was. I want to I find one more good one. <laughs> So who's in the wheelchair? He was or she was? I think the person was in the wheelchair. No. Uh, let's see. I'm trying <laughs> to find one good one with. <clears throat> Did you, is this one of the ones you read last week? Giant tits, red sweatshirt on Friday. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I scrolled down too far. Let me go back up. <laughs> That's sad. This one just says T. T. I wonder, do you still have insomnia? <laughs> I do, but I know tonight is going to be bad. <laughs> when I seen you today, I wanted to stay high. Knowing things are awkward between us is beating me down mentally. I just want you to know I still think about and care about you. Would love to be able to say hello from time to time. Your friend. That's it. So they knew each other. They had an awkward moment. Maybe he brought his strap on and she wasn't for it. <laughs> Ooh, damn, somebody wrote an essay. Damn, you serious. Man. That's another one that might have been me. Uh, trying to see if I can scan and find a find one more possibly good one, but I might have to give up. Uh, let me click on one more, and if this isn't it, we can just wrap it up. 696 to Woodward. <clears throat> Hi, I'm sure you won't see this. Well, okay, well, he's smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know this is extremely weak. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you know. Like Cartman wrote this. Right. <laughs> it's extremely weak. <laughs> but we exchanged smiles this morning in a brief wave, and I just wanted to let you know that I thought you were absolutely stunning. Not quite sure how to talk to somebody through vehicles, LOL, but I would love to meet you. I hope you have an extremely fabulous day. And I just want to let you know how beautiful you look this morning. Your smile is amazing. Is that a thing? You were driving a small block forward, and I'm sure if you do happen to see this, you'll know who this was. Again, sorry for being so tacky, but I figured I'd take a chance. Oh, this is cute. I'm glad he knew. I'm glad he knew it was fucking super weak, dude. Super fucking weak. Super fucking weak. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I guess we can call it a night. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Larry, for stopping by. No problem. Uh, Thanks for having me, fellas. Um, 
And it, it, we've definitely reached our, uh, we've been over two hours in a while. But yeah, so we'll find some good ones next week for sure. I'm going to start looking for something during a week to save. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> do that, so. Um, closing words, uh, I think, oh, well, uh, we, we say every week, but no one listens. Um, <laughs> email our, uh, our, our, our uh, email at one of the podcasts, Gmail for questions, or one of the podcasts. Um, Facebook or what up the podcast Twitter account um, until then uh, see you next week peace